1: craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free
4: you're listening to fox sports radio
0: what a title are you ready
4: Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness.
3: The Prince of Darkness is in the house.
5: I'm the man up in this
3: piece.
6: Jonas Knox. I don't shine shoes anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, Chief. This will be good. Jonas Knox is coming through your speakers like a right cross from a boxer that you've never heard of.
7: They run through our ass like... To a tin horn man and we could not stop him. and now
3: live from the geico fox sports radio studios what are you talking about what is this your first day on the job here's jonas Knox.
6: get in the fast lane grandma the bingo game is ready to roll go You know, sometimes you just got to look back. You got to think about, all right, what what have we missed? What did we miss regarding a major story in the world of sports? And I think it's pretty damn obvious. I'll get to that here coming up in just a couple of moments. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM, Channel 83, and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. We're 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So, uh, first and foremost, hope everybody is safe and sound. If you're quarantined, whatever you're doing, hanging out, um, if, if you, if it's a must that you be driving around and listening, I appreciate a few minutes of your time, uh, and hope that you and yours are well as we're going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to bust balls. We're going to play grab ass. We're going to talk sports. It's what we do every single weekend overnight. And most of the time you guys are hammered. So you don't remember what we talk about. So if I repeat a subject, you don't recall it anyways, but let's, um, let's get into. The big story in the NFL, because I have not heard a lot of people just come out and say, you know what? I got it wrong. I was completely wrong. I haven't heard a lot of people come out and say that. Like, I haven't heard a lot of people come out and say, you know, um, I got that whole Tom Brady thing wrong. I mean, I I heard all sorts of hot takes, I I heard all sorts of rumors and destinations, places he was going to go, people thinking about what organization he was going to end up with, what would make the most sense. But has anybody just finally come out and admit it and said, I got it completely wrong? Because if nobody has, let me be the first. I got it wrong. I had Tom Brady going to the Las Vegas Raiders. I thought that would be a John Gruden-type move. He's got enough uh, flexibility, and he's got enough wherewithal contract-wise that John Gruden could be the guy who could deal with whatever comes with Tom Brady and whatever potential failures, and it's a win-win for the organization. I was wrong. Uh, I heard people talk about the L.A. Chargers. They were wrong. I heard people talk about the New York Giants. They were wrong. I heard all sorts of teams being floated out there. I even threw out the Indianapolis Colts. I was dead wrong. Not only did they not sign Tom Brady, they went with another veteran quarterback who was basically Jameis Winston on the West Coast a year ago. I got it completely wrong. And do you want to know why I got it wrong? Because I didn't pay close enough attention to maybe the most important thing outside of winning, and it's happiness. I don't think Tom Brady was happy. Like I honest to God think it came down to whether or not he was happy and wanted to stick around that culture in New England any longer. And I think that's a big reason why Tom Brady decided, I'm out of here. I think he got tired of the grind. I think he got a little fed up with the Patriot way. I think Belichick might have worn him out a little bit and, and, and his dealings for the past 20 years. And I think Tom Brady just said, man like, this is awesome, and this is great and all, I got to get the hell out of here. For my own sanity, I got to get out of here. And if you actually go back and look, and it's easy to do this in retrospect, that's why I started off saying I was wrong too, so I'm not blaming anybody. But if you actually go back and look, all the signs were there. All the telltale signs that Tom Brady didn't want to do this anymore were all there. The deal he did giving him the ability to become a free agent after the season. He made it a point, okay, if we're not going to do a long-term deal, can you at least do me the favor and not franchise tag me after the season? And they agreed to it. Like, if you were so adamant you wanted out after one year, if you were going to get more than that one year, Tom Brady made sure he got that out. Why would he want that out if if he was so happy being there? Like, his house going on the market. People shot that down and said, oh, that's nothing. You know, that's, uh, the, the, you know, listen, pe- players sell their homes all the time. Don't pay any attention to it. Eh, but you start to look back and you go, maybe he had made this decision a while back. Like, just think about Tom Brady this past season. Didn't he look miserable at times on the sidelines? When you saw the way he was talking to receivers, it's one thing back in the day. Him and Bill O'Brien are at each other's throats and they're screaming at each other and they're getting in each other's faces. We've seen that version of Tom Brady before. We've seen him argue with teammates before if they're not doing their job. But this time, there was a point on the sideline, I forget which game it was, where he was pleading with his wide receivers. And it wasn't a motivational type thing. It was a, my God, you guys aren't able to do what we need to do in order to be successful. He was fed up. He was frustrated. I think he was completely worn out. He no-showed the last two OTAs in New England. The last two OTAs he no-showed. Everyone goes back to the one last year, and it was, well, he wants to spend more time with his family. And he, No, no, no. He just wanted to get away from them. He wanted to get away from New England for a little bit. So he no-shows OTAs the last two years, and they always say the games are easy to get up for. Getting ready for a game is not what's hard. The game is easy. It's the other stuff, the grind, the preparation. As soon as you fall out of love with that, you fall out of love with whatever it is you do for a profession. And that's the truth. As soon as the commute becomes too much for you, the job isn't worth it anymore. His wife... Even said on Tom vs. Time, the Facebook documentary that came out a couple of years ago, she alluded to the fact to where, yeah, you know, he just wants to feel like he, you know, you can go somewhere and be appreciated. Do you think that's just her opinion, or do you think they've had conversations about it? I think he got tired of the culture, and I think he got tired of it never being good enough, and he bailed. He towed the company line all along. And whether Tom Brady was naive or not to think that they were going to treat him differently than some other uh, franchise player or, or organizational foundational piece, like he thought they'd remember it in the end, how he was the guy, the leader, that towed the company line the entire time through. And I think he just got over it. There was a report out of the Boston Herald that said that Tom Brady earlier this week after he made the call to Bill Belichick and said, quote, it felt like a weight was lifted after he called Belichick on Monday and that Bill Belichick was kind of shocked. He, he was taken back like, whoa, 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 what? Like, why do you feel like there's a weight lifted? Like, why do you feel like, my God, finally a sign of relief? It's because it's been something you've needed to do or wanted to do for a long time. And once you finally do it, you realize, thank God that's over. And that's what it was. Brady wasn't happy anymore. He didn't like being there anymore. That sigh of relief was something he's felt for probably a couple of years. Like missing OTAs two years in a row. Like, get me away from this team for as long as humanly possible. I don't want to be around, whether it's the the coach, whoever. I don't want to be around it anymore. I'm tired of it. Like, put yourself in that same situation. If you're doing a a good enough job, and you do things the right way, and you're constantly looking for the approval, and you can never really get it, don't you reach a point where it's like, man, this just isn't worth it. Like, it's just never, ever going to be good enough. Like, I, like I'm, n- I'm never going to meet their standards. It's never going to happen. And I think that's the one thing we missed from this whole Brady situation. Like, I thought all along, and I was saying this up to about a week ago, I said, you know what, it feels like Tom Brady wants back with New England more than they want him back. Now that I think about it, I don't think that's the case. I think Bob Kraft can try and spin it however way he wants I think they can put up as many billboards as they want after the fact. But I think Brady, the second he walked out of there and signs with Tampa Bay and gets into a different culture, I think he's going to be relieved. Whether he regrets it, time will tell. Look, Tampa Bay could go 6-10. and 10, They could go 11-5. And, and Neither one would surprise me. Just because it's Tampa Bay and it's what we're used to. It, it's, it's the way the organization's been, whether that's Jameis Winston, whatever. But I think this goes back down to the root of a lot of things. Are you happy? Are you happy doing what you're doing in the place that you're doing it? And if, you're, if, if everything's going well, some things are tolerable. But if you get to a point to where all of a sudden your unhappiness outweighs everything else around you, I think you got to bail. And I think Brady was at this point a long time before people realized it was coming. I think they had conversations. I think they had discussions behind closed doors, and I think he was ready to walk. I wonder how many of his former teammates are actually surprised. Like, if somebody can pull Rob Gronkowski uh, out of out of the uh, WWE ring in the Performance Center as they get up to get ready to host WrestleMania, I would love to know your conversation with Tom Brady afterwards. What were they like? Because Rob Gronkowski looked like the same guy. He looked completely relieved to be done with it. Not so much the pain, not so much the physical ailments he dealt with, but also the environment he was in. I think it wore Brady down. I think he was tired of it longer than we even realized. I know I got it wrong. I think most people got it wrong. We missed the most glaring, obvious reason why somebody would want out of a situation. They weren't happy. And I think ultimately, Tom Brady wasn't happy. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, You can get me on Twitter, at theJonasKnox, at theJonasKnox on Twitter from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. And we do want to let you know that we are brought to you by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically. And it's even more amazing because Discover is accepted at over 95% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2019 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. All right, coming up next. There is a player in the NFL that I, I think it is comical to see some of the criticism this guy is getting. Not a lot of people are defending him. I'll do it. That's next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, Coming up in, uh, we'll go a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Like Even in a quarantine time, people will still find a way to be cruel on social media. Uh, we will get to that here. It involves one NFL player. We'll have that for you here uh, a little over 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, a lot of people out there. Uh, uh, we know why uh, you're probably pent up in the house. Everybody's fired up. They want to get out. People are buying at home workout equipment to try and stay busy. They're blowing through Netflix. Listen, this is live programming. Uh, we are going to fire away for the next four hours. Nothing changes virus or not here on Fox Sports Radio. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, um, I thought this story was a lot of fun. This is glorious. <laughs> this, is, this is as good as it gets uh, here in the NFL. So Melvin Gordon signed with the Denver Broncos, and uh, he signs a two-year deal for $16 million. Uh, he's going to get $13.5 million in guarantees. And so you hear the name Melvin Gordon, and immediately when you hear the contract he gets, what ends up happening uh you go on social media and people are ripping the deal people are ripping the contract and they're ripping melvin gordon and they're ripping his negotiations from a year ago and look i I look at it this way i don't fault the guy he played a hand and he lost It was in the midst of what was happening with Todd Gurley. It kind of set up the market to be in a bad spot. Running backs are looked at a little bit differently now. It's a changing climate. Things happen. He played a hand, and the hand lost, whether he got bad advice. Whatever the case may be, sometimes you risk uh, thinking that your value is something more than it isn't. You know, sometimes you'll walk out of a car dealership telling them, man, I'm not I'm not settling for anything under or anything over this price. And you're hoping they're going to call you. And a lot of the times they don't call you because they find somebody else who will pay whatever that monthly payment is. If you're trying to lease, buy whatever, down payment, whatever. Melvin Gordon played a hand and he lost. Like, that's what happened. He played a hand and he lost. And so I'm looking at just some of the pushback on social media. And I'm seeing people say stuff like, wow, what an idiot this guy is. I mean, look at the contract he could have had a year ago that he turned down. Uh, Look at how much money was out there a year ago he could have turned down. Melvin Gordon, my God, what an idiot. And I'm thinking to myself, you're the same people that if you see a $5 bill laying in the middle of the street, you will go through a coronavirus to pick up that $5 bill. OK, like you'll you will take any sort of discount and deal that there possibly is someplace around the corner tells you wings are 15 cents. First hundred customers, 700 people are in line because they want to get little tiny wings uh, to take home to their family. Like like everybody out here is trying to get a deal. Everybody out here is trying to uh, trying to get a bargain, trying to pick up something. And now we're going to sit here and criticize a guy because reportedly he turned down a contract and then very next year ends up getting paid anyways. I know it's not the money that maybe he thought he was going to get, and it was bad timing and poor execution on their end. I get it, but it happens all the time. But i got to be honest with you. Even after a down year, Melvin Gordon's going to get $13 million, and he can hit the market again in two years. Like, I mean, he's getting guaranteed money. Like $13.5 million in guarantees. I get it. This is probably the most he's going to get in his NFL career. But if he ends up pocketing a couple of two-year deals afterwards, all said and done, at the end of his career, the guy's going to have made maybe $40 million in guarantees. And we're going to judge that guy at a position that's a depreciating asset that he didn't handle it the right way. I'm seeing people bring up, oh, my God, he could have had $10 million a year a year ago. Yeah, but that's not what he wanted. He wanted more. Credit to the Chargers for holding to their guns. But Melvin Gordon wanted more than that. So he played a hand, and he lost the idea that we're all negotiators, uh, that we're all... We're all people that can sit here and, and, and tell NFL players how what their value is and how to negotiate. Some guys get overpaid, some guys get underpaid, and some guys play a hand and they win, and other guys play a hand and they lose. For every Melvin Gordon, you've got an Ezekiel Elliott. Zeke Elliott took off to Cabo, hung out on Cabo, Did God knows what, God knows what, and ended up getting rewarded for it from the Dallas Cowboys. Melvin Gordon didn't go to Cabo, tried a hand, and it didn't work. But the idea that we're going to sit here and break his balls for not getting the right contract a year ago, let me tell you something, for $13.5 million in guarantees, I'm good. I don't know about the rest of you guys. I know we're not supposed to think with anybody else's wallet. It's the old salesman trick. But can we take a step back and realize this is a depreciating asset, and this guy's going to get $13.5 million in guarantees. He's going to make more money this year than he's ever made in his entire career in a single season, and that's coming off a down year. And he's also going to be in a platoon backfield with Philip Lindsay, so he's not going to take the pounding that he would normally take, which means he may be, in fact, able to hit the market after a long run at Wisconsin where he ran the ball a bunch of times. He may actually be able to hit the market in a couple of years. Like, calm down. I know we all want to be judgmental, but you know damn well You see a $5 bill laying on the street, people are jumping over bodies to try and grab that $5 bill. You don't think so? Go look up one of those YouTube videos where they put an invisible string and a single dollar at the end of it and watch people walk through fires to try and catch up with that dollar. Everything's going to be fine. Melvin Gordon, he played a hand. It didn't work. Lesson learned. We move on. But let's not pretend like we've all played winning hands in our life. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, do want to welcome in the crew. They're going to be riding shotgun with me until 6 a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, he is the only man. Whose diet will not change even with the coronavirus going on. And that man is Ryan Bershinger. I uh
10: I I've just broken into my box of forty five bags of Cheez Its. I'm only about five or six bags in, so I, I should be good for the next like two weeks.
6: Wait a second, you bought a box of forty five bags of Cheez Its?
10: Yeah, from Costco.
6: Hold up. <laughs> Okay. For, now, how did you get into Costco? That's another story. My brother tried to go to Costco uh, on Friday and he said there was like 500 people in line when it was opening. How'd I, you get in?
10: I was I was pretty lucky. I went uh, in Simi Valley and uh, it, this was like two days uh, before I, I wouldn't everything. call that lucky. Right, Some I know, people would call that a
6: punishment burst. Let's be <laughs> honest here.
10: I I know. I know. Seriously. But um, no, I, I got in. It was like a day or two before Rudy Gobert and all that. So um, it was still pretty crowded, but there was no <laughs> line to get in, so I, I managed. I was fine.
6: I, I, I love how you're blaming Rudy Gobert for the lines <laughs> to get Cheez-Its. I, well, I love how Rudy, Rudy Gobert's getting the blame there. That's unbelievable, well, man. That's, Everybody's got
10: to have a face to blame. That's the uh, that's the the tent pole of of when things really turned around for yeah. In terms of where we are, but that was know, the panic. But
6: he, here's Birch, here's the thing. So I I've gone to the supermarket a couple of times. And I'm not taking any chances. And, I, and I've, I've talked to a buddy, and he's he's a little bit paranoid. But look, you hear enough reports, you can't take any chances. So I'll bring like disinfectant wipes, and before I bring stuff into the house, I'll wipe it down just to be just to be safe. I'm not playing any games here. Just just whatever. It sucks. It's annoying. But but you do what you do. And I'm already over sanitized uh, to begin with. And I'm going into the stores. And it's like even the frozen food. You remember those Tina's burritos that were like twenty five cents growing up? Like I lived yeah. on those because we were poor. Uh. Those Tina's burritos were ravaged. They were like golden tickets in Willy Wonka. Everybody wanted them. They were completely gone. So it's almost like your diet. The fro. You ate Indian food uh, that was frozen. Like you had frozen Indian food last week in That's the right. studios. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen that done in, in, in my entire life. And I love Indian food. Like, this is almost like now everybody's on your level. Everybody's looking around going, oh, so I got to eat that. And mm-hmm. you've been here the whole time. You got to feel at least a little bit of a sense of pride. While everyone's getting sick, at least you feel a sense of pride.
10: I, I, exactly, I do. When I, when I went to Trader Joe's, when everything was cleared out in the frozen section, there was the four stacks of butter chicken, and there were also a section of boxes of a, of a Philly cheesesteak bow. You know, like the the steamed buns with Philly cheesesteak meat in it. So I got one of those because I'm like, that sounds good, and it was pretty good. I had it already. It was, uh, by it was the way, great. you know, what's, you know what's great about Trader
6: Joe's? If you just walked into Trader Joe's at any time of the day and you just said, "Hey, hippie," like fifty people would turn around. Like that. That is the pl- like per per store in America. There are more hippies at a Trader Joe's than anywhere else. Like I'm I'm telling you that they're, mm-hmm. their hippie their hippie ratio is through the charts. I'm telling you.
10: No, I, I know. I, agree. I know
6: you've been there. I don't know if you. I don't know if you're <laughs> looking around, but that's what I see when I go in there. Uh, so, so Ryan Bershinger is here. He is fired up. And how many of those bags of cheese? It's. Do you think you're going to blow through?
10: Uh, all of them. I mean, I I'm not <laughs> leaving my house. I'm only leaving not my fine. house for work. Not so, fine. uh, yeah, it's it's. I only brought one of them today. I limited myself, oh, but I also have a bag a of, of chips and fruit oh, okay. snacks and. Good. Um, and oh, I had good. I got a McDonald's fillet of fish on the way in.
6: Um, so. <laughs> good. Oh, good yeah. good. Anything else? Would you like to rattle off here that you that you brought with you here on Fox Sports um,
10: Radio? Uh, I think that's it. I'll, I'll wow. take another look in my bag. I think I got right. an old and granola hopefully, bar hopefully,
6: uh, hopefully a, a stick of gum after that filet fish Oh, I have that uh, as well, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. you got to. Yeah. Uh, all right, so there's Ryan Bershinger. Uh, he is not malnourished. He is he is ready to go. Uh, Chris Perfett is your technical producer. He will sit there and smell the uh, Filet-O-Fish on Bersh's uh, throat and his mouth and his breath for the next uh, four to six hours here on Fox
11: Sports. See radio. the blue so Chris, cheese with
6: wings and go f*** mother. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I, I'm already ready for it. I, I'm i Catholic, too, so it is Lent Friday, and I just completely forgot that I needed to eat something like that. So, Would you I'm, bring
6: in prime rib?
4: No, no, I have nothing. I have nothing you here sinner. tonight. <laughs>
6: Unbelievable. What a sinner no, sitting on national radio. I
4: am the worst Catholic in the world, but I like the Lent Friday just because uh, I like going for— You know, that's the one thing at McDonald's. I, I never ate burgers as a kid, so my mom got me started early on filet of fish so there's that. Hey. You're
6: missing out on the glory days when they used to have like Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh they would man, 25 twenty-five cent hamburgers. Oh, no, I remember. My, man, my mom would send us in, in shifts. <laughs> I swear to God, because you could only order ten at a time. So we would we would buy them and then freeze them so that we could save them for the next week.
4: Sounds like something like we that. need to be doing right now.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, she was again. She was ahead of her ahead of her yeah. time in that
4: regard. Now I am. So. Uh, it, it is a banner time for me because I I honestly have gotten about. Two or three questions from both people in Fox Sports Radio and outside so far in the past like five days about esports, which seems to be the only thing that you you would think those are still going on, but they actually have to pause them because they need to make sure people aren't cheating. But, you know, for all the people who made fun of video games, that's all that's going to be on TV for some people.
6: Oh, listen. There, there's a lot of people who made fun of a lot of stuff uh, that that are now looking around, going, "Man, you know, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe I shouldn't have, you know, mocked the guy who's preparing for the end of the world and he's got all that toilet paper in his house for no reason. Because there's people out there that are that are using old T-shirts at this point because they can't get anything.
4: To yeah, go. I mean, you know I'm, I mean, I'm fine right now, but like, I mean, we'll see if my tune changes in a week or so. I might have to just throw down to like pay to try to get something out of Ralph's at yeah. some point, but. You know yeah, we're we're not sucking the marrow of any uh, sports talk here. We're right in the thick of it.
6: Yeah, it's uh, this is uh, this is how it's done. Uh, and and ladies and gentlemen, uh, he is the voice of LA sports radio. There is none other than the great and powerful Kevin. Kevin
7: Jonas, you realize we have live sports going on right now, right? We have also we, we have Australian Rules football going on right oh, now. Do we really? you what can channel? Mute the TV, go to FS one right now. You have the Adelaide Crows taking on the Sydney Swans right now with about twenty three seconds left in the first quarter, Adelaide leading thirty six to eighteen. I'd read off some stats, but looking at the stat monitor for Australian Rules Football, it's kind of like the first time I looked at a racing form at a racetrack. I was like, Oh yeah, what the hell is this?
6: I, I still have no idea how it's going I swear <laughs> to god i I've talked to play, people who play rugby and I enjoy watching it but I have no idea what I'm watching I love rugby it's it's like it's like the band Ramstein like I love the band Ramstein I have no idea what they're saying yeah like, I'll, I'll I'll listen to uh to to Mexican music because my fiance is Mexican and I don't know what they're saying but I just like it it's that's rugby I have no idea what's going on but I like it I like the physicality it's fun
7: it's fairly entertaining I'll tell you that yeah. right now.
6: Now is that going to be in your update? Are you going to give uh, scores on that? And are you sure it's an actual live event, or is this something that was taped and played over?
7: It is definitely a live event. The first, the first quarter, I believe they're that's called amazing. quarters, <laughs> just ended. I just yeah, pulled it up, and amazing.
4: there is the live. There is in the corner live,
7: and I'm looking that's at the live amazing. box score right now at my game tracker here. So oh, this, this is actually happening at this very moment.
6: Oh, that is glorious. See, everything is covered here on Fox Sports Radio. Alright, while everybody else is bitching and moaning during the week, here on Weekend Overnights, we've got an Australian Rules Rugby. We don't know how it's played, uh, but we <laughs> at least know that it's on TV. Channel 219 for you Direct TV subscribers. Uh, it is uh, it is Australian Rugby fo- Football on uh, Fox Sports 1. And again, keep it on mute. Uh, listen to Fox Sports Radio. We will carry you the rest of the way. Uh, Alright, so that's the whole crew. They're going to be riding with me again until 6 a.m. Eastern Time here on Fox Sports Radio. Up next, even in a terrible situation like we're in right now even in an uncomfortable situation like w- that we're in right now we found somebody in the nfl to make fun of not me but you cruel bastards find out who we're talking about next year on fsr for all the latest so from around the world of sports including a major event that's happening in australia it's kevin figures yes
7: australian rules football end of the first quarter the adelaide crows leading 36 to 18 over the sydney swans so there's your australian Rules update now. Some American football news came out on Friday. You had the veteran wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders agreeing to a two-year contract with the New Orleans Saints. The contract could be worth up to $19 million with incentives. Former Chargers running back Melvin Gordon signing a two-year deal with the Denver Broncos worth about $16 million. Former Rams running back Todd Gurley signing with the Atlanta Falcons on a one-year deal. Gurley played his college football at the University of Georgia. And speaking of the Bulldogs, freshman guard Anthony Edwards announced he will enter this year's NBA draft. Edwards considered the draft's top prospect by many prognosticators. His SEC brother, Isaac Okoro of Auburn, has also declared for the NBA draft but will not hire an agent. Okoro being billed as a top five pick. The XFL officially announcing their season has been canceled due to the coronavirus outbreak while USA Swimming suggested to the U.S. Olympic Committee that this summer's games be postponed due to the coronavirus. There are no current plans in place to cancel or postpone this summer's games. Jonas back to you.
6: Thanks, Kev. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, Coming up in, uh, we'll we'll call it 12 minutes from now here on FSR. Uh, there were several moves that were made around the National Football League and moves in the world beyond sports. And we will tell you the truth about each and every one of them from our vantage point. Uh, that's coming up here about 12 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. So it, it, is, uh, it is amazing that even in a tough climate, like you go onto social media and people are really scared. I mean, you're seeing all these numbers that are coming out. You're getting conflicting reports. Um, People are telling you it's doom and gloom. Then they're turning uh, into a political issue. It's no longer about health. It's about politics. And then you're not sure which report to believe. And then there's some people that are saying, listen, it's a flu and it's beyond it." Like, that's the that's the problem nowadays with a lot of this stuff. You're getting conflicting reports. So people don't really know who to believe. And so their minds are spun. They're standing in long lines. Everybody's paranoid they're going to get this virus. Uh, people aren't allowed to work. People are stressing about finances. Uh, people are stressing about the health of their family members. They're stressing about every doorknob they touch. They're stressing about how much toilet paper they got left. They're stressing about whether or not there's going to be enough food on the table financially, what's happening, Will the, their job even be there. Are they going to let go? It is a panicked time in this country. You cannot deny it. Everywhere you go, people are panicked. People are concerned, people are worried. Whether in a month from now or two weeks from now, we'll look back at it and laugh at how at how much we panicked. Regardless, there is going to be permanent scarring that is done from what we're currently going through. You can't deny it. We can all pretend like it's gonna go away and everything will get back to normal. I don't think the things that were the way they were before are ever going to be the same again. And there's good that comes along with that, and there's bad that comes along with it. I think it's going to have an effect on a lot of people's finances that is going to last long-term and affect things they were planning on doing later this year. Um, I I think it's also going to have a positive effect that people are going to take washing their hands seriously, sanitizing things seriously. I think you're going to see good come out of this ultimately. But right now, as of this moment, People are worried, people are scared, and and people don't know which way to turn. And so how do you relieve that stress? Some people turn to board games at home. Some people read a book. Some people watch Netflix. Uh, some people drink. Uh, some people FaceTime with friends they haven't seen for a long time. Some people do at-home exercises. And then there's a select few of you that decide, I'm just going to fat shame Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> you know, why not? Like, everything else has fallen apart. Uh, we feel like crap. I'm stressed out. So what's the one thing I can do? I can't smoke a cigarette. I've been trying to quit smoking. What can I do? Let me see. What can... Oh, I know what I can do. I can fat shame Ben Roethlisberger and then make fun of his beard. Like, like why not? The time-honored tradition. Want to feel good about yourself? Make somebody else feel bad. Ben Roethlisberger goes on social media and posts this video. Talk like encouraging people to stay at home, uh, you know, self-quarantine. And then he shows his family and he's got, you know, like three cute little kids and he shows his wife and they're all sitting at the table. And, and it's just fine. It's peaceful. It, there, there's nothing wrong with it. It's positive. It's upbeat. Like it, everything is okay. And then you just go and look at the responses and people are doing side by sides. Uh, this is me after my diet in three weeks. Uh, here's Ben Roethlisberger six months ago. This is quarantine after five days. Like even in the worst of times, no matter what's going on, and no matter how real or fake, whatever you believe that this pandemic is on a worldwide scale and a national scale here in the states, people still find it within their hearts to fat shame Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> like, like the more things change, the more things stay the same. Like people out there are, are, are panicked about touching a doorknob or opening a door at Starbucks because they're worried somebody before them has the cooties or the floating Ebola that's going around or whatever they want to, and and here we are on social media. It's a Friday. You got family around you. Nobody can work uh, hardly at all. Uh, everybody else is stuck at home. So let's go on social media. We're bored. Let's fat shame a quarterback in the NFL. It's unbelievable. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox uh, on Twitter. Again, as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, coming up next. There were several moves made in the world of sports. And there were several things that took place outside of the world of sports. We will tell you what we think of them. That's next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Kenny Rogers, the uh, country music legend, passed away. Uh, that news just coming out uh, that Kenny Rogers passed away at the age of 81. Uh, according to a report from his family, uh, he passed away peacefully at his home of natural causes under the care of hospice and was surrounded by his family. So uh, so our thoughts and prayers out to the family of Kenny Rogers. Uh, that guy was a star, man. Uh, I don't know anybody that grew up that listened to uh, country music or my parents listened to country music. So they had Kenny Rogers on all the time. So, uh, so rest in peace to Kenny Rogers. Uh, by the way, true story, a little behind the scenes here on Fox Sports Radio. So I just found out that Kenny Rogers passed away during the break. And I said to Chris Perfett, our technical producer, um, who plays the music that we come back in on, I said, do we have any Kenny Rogers uh, that we can play coming back? And he says... Uh, yeah, I was gonna play Du Host by Ramstein, but uh, but I can go with some Kenny Rogers. So I, I trip so, over
4: my words all the time, man. So
6: if if there's a if there's a tribute we can give to the Rogers family, it's that at least we played uh, uh Kenny Rogers song and not Du Host by Ramstein. That's Not what I meant at all. <laughs> like like think about that. Like Kenny Rogers, congratulations. Uh, our tribute to you—you you beat out Du Host <laughs> like, You mentioned here on national break. radio. That's why I had to do it. Uh- I love country.
4: I love I love Kenny Rogers. This news makes me really sad.
6: Listen, I, I I love Ramstein, so there's a lot of love going around here on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> Believe it or not, a lot of negativity when it comes to Ben Roethlisberger and his alleged weight gain, but a lot of love here on FSR. Uh, by the way, we are brought to you by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically, and it's even more amazing because Discover's accepted at over 95% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at Discover.com Yes, 2019 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Coming up a little over 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, there is a huge, huge announcement in the NFL. It could impact you not only during the season, but during the off season as well, too. Find out what that is a little over 10 minutes from now. Right now, it's time for a little something we do on the show called this.
3: There are so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time.
10: TMZ reports.
3: Now, let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real question is, do you care? I don't care.
6: And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Ryan Bershinger, to find out what the hell people have been talking about this week. Bersh?
10: Well, over the last week, we've had plenty of interesting transactions around the NFL, so we're going to highlight a few of those. Uh, starting off with Ryan Tannehill returning to the Titans. Four years, $118 million. Jonas, do you care?
6: Yeah, I actually do. I love yeah. it. I love it. Uh, and, and here's why I care. Because Ryan Tannehill had a good portion of the season last year, and Tennessee was sold, and he played. and I'll give him credit, he played really well. But did you, have you seen the, his stats in the postseason? Like, let's not pretend that Ryan Tannehill was lighting up the playoffs as well, too. So in the most important games of the season, he was option B for the Tennessee Titans, and they're giving him $118 million. So I do care because I want to know whether it was foolish for the Titans to judge him based on the sample size during the regular season or what he actually was in the postseason when it counted. Next...
10: Next up Teddy Bridgewater to the Panthers. 3 years, 63 million. Jonas, do you care?
6: Yeah, and here's why. I love it. I thought the Panthers were rebuilding. I thought the I thought the whole goal in Carolina was look, we're going to tear it down and start over again. If that's the case, Why would Teddy Bridgewater want to—I mean, I know they have Christian McCaffrey. I get it, and there is still some talent there, but that's all of a sudden a loaded division. And I just wonder whether or not it was a mistake for Teddy Bridgewater to go there. I know he wanted to be a starter, but wasn't there, like, a better option out there, a team that was ready to win and compete and was a quarterback away? Like, Chicago. Like, to me, Chicago is a much better option— Than a Carolina because I I would have confidence I could beat out Mitch Trubisky for that job I guess he wanted to be guaranteed he was going to be a starter but I I'm just I I find the move a little bit curious I know the I know the relationship he had with Joe Brady who was in New Orleans I get all that but I just don't know if they have the surrounding pieces uh, to keep him upright and if he's going to have enough success there to where that's going to be the move in his career that's going to
10: elevate him to the next level next. Going back to Tennessee, Derrick Henry getting the franchise tag. Jonas, do you care? Yeah, well, here, here's why. I and care that's about this. the way. Uh
9: huh. Uh huh. I like it
6: because it feels like Todd Gurley ruined it for everybody. And uh, and and I'm going to talk about Todd Gurley later on because there is sort of a parallel between anybody who's got siblings when it comes to Todd Gurley and and what happens when there's mistakes made. So I, I think the franchise tag is going to be sort of what the move is. And it feels like they're not going to make the same mistake they made with Chris Johnson. If you consider it a mistake years ago, which is given that monster monster contract. And he doesn't end up panning out uh, the way that he looked before the contract.
10: Next. The Browns adding Austin Hooper, four years, 42 million Jonas. Do you care?
6: Uh, no, I don't. Uh, I I'll don't care. I'm you.
10: leaving. Goodbye. Uh,
6: did the Browns really need another weapon on offense? I mean, like how many do we need? It's like somebody buys a brand-new house. There's a whole bunch of repairs that need to be taken place. Um, the bathroom's destroyed, and they decide, you know what? Even though the kitchen's finished, let's get some new chairs for the kitchen. Okay, why don't you not worry about that? Why don't you go fix the bathroom? Aren't there other issues on this team to, to be dealt with as opposed to we need to go sign the best tight end on the market? I don't get it.
10: Next! Let's close things out as we always do with some pop culture. Jonas, the Friends Reunion special on HBO has become the latest thing in the world of entertainment oh. to be delayed due to coronavirus. Jonas, do you care?
6: Oh, get out of my face. Like who I don't I didn't watch Friends. I've never seen one episode. Uh I, I, I don't I don't get the, the obsession people have with friends. Like you you mean to tell me you can't still do HBO boxing, but you can roll that crap out in the middle of a pandemic and then and then make a big announcement that you're not going to do it. Like get out of my face. I don't care about friends move on next
10: You might have seen the Gal Gadot And friends uh, celebrity filled rendition Of John Lennon's imagine on Instagram Jonas do you care about all that who cares
6: Who cares who cares Honestly and I'm not not, not Saying this to be funny Like and and I and I and I and I don't Mean I'm not trying to be a smart ass here And I and I swear to you when I tell you this Like You just said that to me on the air Here and I'm admitting to this nationally who the hell is Gal got it? What is what did you say? What? So there is some NFL news out there that could not only affect what during the season looks like for you but also in the offseason I'll tell you what that is coming up here in just a couple of moments. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. For 15 minutes, could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. By the way, can I just say this? Before we get into this uh, NFL story that's going to affect you, not only during the season, but also in the offseason, potentially, how about all the people out there earlier in the week who said the NFL's making a mistake and they look insensitive by starting the league year amidst everything else that's going on? Kiss my ass. Honest to God, wh- what the hell would you be talking about if not for the NFL starting the league year, like what are we talking about here? Like what are we playing? Connect Four via FaceTime, and we're gambling on it? Like what? Like what did what did you what did you think the problem was? Like they're they're not it's not insensitive. There are certain businesses that have to stay businesses. They're not playing any games. The idea of the NFL was being insensitive. Let me tell you something. If the NFL wasn't starting free agency this week, like, you tell me, what are you watching? What are you paying attention to? Like, like, what's your distraction? So I think the NFL absolutely did the right thing. I have no issue with it whatsoever, and it's not even from a selfish personal thing because this is what we do for work but you're not putting anybody at risk there are no competitive games going on and the idea that the NFL was doing something wrong morally wrong amidst everything else that was going on look the clock keeps ticking and if you can if you can do something to keep the time and if the NFL can do something and it's still going to to keep their league on schedule for the time being. Then you absolutely do it. I had no issue with it whatsoever. And for the people that complain about it, I think you look like an idiot now after the fact, based on how much it was covered and how important this week was. Look, Tom Brady leaving New England to go to Tampa Bay. We're just not supposed to talk about that with everything else going on. We're not like the NFL did nothing wrong. I have no issues with them deciding. You know what? We're not playing any games. Let's at least start the league on time, at least start the year on time, and then roll forward as scheduled for the time being. No issue with it whatsoever. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so this is – and I've been on on this train for a long time. My my biggest issue and, – and I don't want to – I guess issue is not the right right word, but I think the at-home experience when it comes to sporting events, and we'll just keep it in the NFL – But the at-home experience is much better than the in-stadium experience. I think it's a much better experience. I think just from the standpoint that if you go to a game, first of all, you're only allowed to watch that one game. And I know that that might not seem like a big deal. Well, you have to, you're paying tickets to go see that one game. All right, you're paying tickets to go see that one game. Um, but you're probably on your phone at some point checking your fantasy team. You're probably trying to find out the score of your division rival to see whether or not you take over first place. Like there's there's certain limitations to going to games. My days of going to NFL games that are on at the same time as other NFL games are over. It's done. It's never happening, and I have no issue with it whatsoever. Professionally, I got to see what's happening. So I need to be watching games and seeing what's going on on several TVs or at least on one TV where it's got split screen because of Sunday ticket or whatever the case may be. That's my profession. I have to know what's going on. I can't sit in a stadium, sit in traffic getting to the stadium, and then miss the first half of the late games if I'm seeing an early start game on a Sunday to watch one game. It doesn't serve any purpose. If it's a standalone game, that's one thing. A Thursday, a Saturday, a Sunday, a Super Bowl, that's one thing. But if it's mixed in with all the other games going on on a Sunday during the NFL, I can't do it. And I think a lot of fans are finding the at-home experience is better. First of all, it's more affordable. Secondly, you don't have to wait in line to use the bathroom. Uh, You're not even going to wait to use a trough while some guy's uh, uh, eating uh, his chili dog out of it because he thinks it's funny and he's going to put it on his TikTok. All right. You're not having to, to sit around and wait for somebody to, to count through their wrinkled up dollar bills uh, as they try and pay for a beer. You're not having to sit in traffic. You're not having to pay for parking like it's just a better experience. You're not crammed in with drunks. If you want to take a, a, your gal or, or your better half or you want to take a family, you don't have to worry about anything happening. You don't have to worry about la- it's just it's a better experience at home. You can see every replay. You can hear what they're discussing. You can get an actual inside look into what is happening in a game. And my big, and I've been saying this for a couple of years now, if you've listened on Fox Sports Radio, my big thing has always been this. You need to make things at a stadium outside of just the game for people to really want to go be a part of. And I'm not talking about some some guy comes out on a unicycle in a t-shirt cannon and starts firing up t-shirts into the crowd. all right? I'm not talking about raffle tickets. I'm talking about an in-game experience that they can go to that they can't get at home. So what do you do? Well, you roll out what has just been added to the brand-new CBA because the new CBA is going to allow betting at sportsbooks inside the stadiums. So if, if you have uh, the green light from your state and they voted on it and you can gamble and you can have those set up in a stadium, you can, you can go to an NFL game and there can be, whether it's kiosks or, or betting windows or whatever, you can go gamble at an NFL game. And I think it's fantastic. I think this is the type of stuff that they need in order to get people back into wanting to go see a game. If you can go to a game and you can add perks like this, things for them to do, it's no, look, we're a distracted society as it it is anyways. I mean, how many times do you find yourself going on Instagram in a minute? Like, like just Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Sometimes you don't even know you're doing it. It's just habit at this point. It's like biting your fingernails. Like, everybody's got their face buried in their phone. That's why people are losing their minds during this, uh, during this whole quarantine situation. Like, all of a sudden, you have to, like, interact with your family? My God, I could just blow them off and look at my phone all day. We're a distracted society. So if you can give them things that they can do while they go to an NFL game above just watching the game, you've got to provide that. It's why the Atlanta Falcons tried to make reduced food prices a couple of years ago. They realized brand new stadium, you know, it's Atlanta. Sometimes it's hit or miss with the crowd. You're, you're never quite sure. Like, what can we do to make this thing worthwhile for somebody to show up? Like, the at-home experience is that much greater. And this is a step in the right direction. The fact that you can put betting windows or kiosk inside a stadium, I think, is a game changer. Here's the other part of it. They're also, and according to this, this is from ESPN.com, quote, the CBA indicates that sportsbook operations from the stadium could run during the offseason as well. And although players would receive a smaller percentage of profits from bets on sports other than the NFL. So think about that. Even in the offseason, You can go to your favorite teams, your favorite NFL team stadium. You can still go to the stadium, but you can gamble on horse racing. It's phenomenal. It's absolutely fantastic. Like, people will show up to an empty stadium just to go to the pro shop. I know people that if they go into town, if if their favorite team is not a local team, I know people, and I've talked to people, who instead of buying a t-shirt or a hat or a jersey from someplace around town, they'll get an Uber or a cab or whatever. They'll go to the actual stadium itself because the pro shop is open from like 11 to 5. And for whatever reason, they think it's, it's, it's worth more if they buy it inside the actual stadium. Like, they'll go to an empty stadium to shop. They'll go to an empty stadium to shovel snow. We see it every single year. How in Buffalo, in Green Bay, they'll pay you 10 to 12 dollars an hour or 15 bucks an hour, whatever the case may be, and they'll pay, and it's the first thousand people that show up there, and if you shovel snow at the stadium, they'll pay you 12 bucks an hour. Uh, in some cases, usually in Buffalo, they'll give you two free tickets and they'll buy your lunch. People line up out the door to go shovel snow. Do you think they want to shovel snow? No. You think they're that hard up for money? No, they could make more money doing something else. But it's the idea that you can go to your favorite stadium and you can work in there, even if there's a game not going on. That's sacred grounds. You can go in there and be a part of it. Imagine now you don't have to go shovel snow. It's, it's, the, big, it's the first weekend in May, and you can go to Soldier Field, and you can gamble on the Kentucky Derby. Who the hell wouldn't want to be a part of that? it's awesome this is the type of stuff they need to get creative with like i'm not saying the tv product is a finished product there are always things you can tweak always things you can get done and advance it and move it forward there are all sorts of things that you can do to make the at-home experience better for people when they're watching at home there's always something you can do years ago fox put the score on the screen all the time that was so innovative at the time. Nobody ever seen that done before, whether it's a sky cam or pylon cams, whatever. But I think one of the things they need to figure out, and if I'm an owner, if I'm an NFL owner and I'm, if I'm progressive enough, I start asking around, what can we do to make you want to come to our games more? Outside of dropping the prices, is there something we can put in that would make you want to come to games more? You see it in baseball all the time. At Peco Park in San Diego, they got a sandbox in the outfield. I mean, it's ridiculous. I get it. But there's a sandbox in the outfield because that way, if you take a kid to a game and they're bored with what's happening on the game because they don't know who the hell Eric Hosmer is, they're going to hang out in the sandbox and they're going to play with their toys. I have another buddy who's got season tickets to the A's. Now, why the hell? He would want to have season tickets to the A's. That's his problem. But I know there's a section up there to where he can hang out with his kids. It's kid-friendly. The Jacksonville Jaguars were looking for something to put in their stadium to try and draw fans. They put a swimming pool in the top deck. Like Teams have tried a little bit, but you've got to be progressive. You start putting betting booths in NFL stadiums, And you go ask somebody, hey, do you want to bet on your phone at home? Or why don't you take a drive to an empty stadium? Traffic's probably not going to be that bad. And you can bet on the NBA Finals while you're inside Brown Stadium trying to watch a game. On the big screen TV and a bar set up and everything. I think it's phenomenal. And I think this is one step in how owners can improve. The in game experience, which I think is lacking in a lot of areas. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio uh, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. By the way, I'm getting my balls broken, uh, I'm getting crushed. Because I didn't know who Gal Gadot. It, well, what's her a hey, Bursh? What's her name?
10: Is it Gal uh, Goddard? Gal Gal Gadot is the correct pronunciation. Gal Gadot. Gadot. Gal Gadot. Okay. It, yeah, no, Because because I didn't know who that was, and you said she's Wonder Woman. Yes, she is.
6: Okay. I, I I I don't I don't watch comics. All right, I don't watch comic books. Uh, so apparently, I'm an idiot because I didn't know who uh, 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 Gal. Uh, uh Gronkowski was like, a, like I'm an idiot because I didn't know who that was. Uh, so people are killing me and they're sending me pictures. That's she's attractive. That's fine. Uh, but I did not know who who she was. Uh, burst through that out there. I'm not up to speed uh, on Wonder Woman or He Man. Or, uh, or, or or Barf Monster, or any of these comic book characters. I don't know who these people are. I don't, I don't watch this stuff. So I would like to apologize uh, for the people that are sweating out whether or not the virus is going to kill Comic-Con. I would like to apologize you to you profusely. I did not know uh, who Wonder Woman was. So my fault. My mistake. Uh, Also, would like to apologize uh, for the people that Chris Perfett offended earlier. Um, I asked if we could play Kenny Rogers coming back from break. Kenny Rogers, the great country music singer, uh, passed away, and uh, Chris um, Perfett. I don't want to say he threw a a temper tantrum, but he was upset because he already had Ramstein and Q. So, so again, I would like to apologize on my behalf for not knowing who Wonder Woman was and for uh, Chris Perfett trying to compare Ramstein to the great Kenny Rogers. You are fake Just saying. Perfet. I'm just saying. I, I'm, I'm going to wear this one for you. All right? I'm jumping in front of the bullet for you on this one. How kind. It's the least I can do. It's the least I can do. Uh, leader, leader
4: always leads the charge.
6: That's 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 what they call me. Uh, all right, we are brought to you by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically, and it's even more amazing because Discover's accepted at over ninety five percent of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes two thousand nineteen Nielsen report. Limitations apply. Uh, again, get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Uh, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. There is somebody in the NFL who, without knowing it, just ruined it for a bunch of other people.
0: Find out who it is next year on Fox Sports Radio.
6: And we don't need to say that again because we've already hit our dump limit for the segment.
9: smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do every line curve and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right don't miss it mark your calendars and be the first to see it march 20th at 7 p.m eastern only on iheart radio's youtube channel save the date at new-qx80.com 2025 qx80 coming this summer
3: Jonas Knox
6: here at Fox Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, Coming up in, we'll call it less than 10 minutes from now here on FSR. We will have another edition of Guess That Garbage. Uh, If you've never played the game before and you've got the balls to be a star on national radio, 877-99-ON-FOX is the phone number. 877-996-6369. It is basic NFL trivia. We go around the country. Occasionally we go around the world. And we see who out there has been paying attention to the NFL. All stuff based on what has Happened in the last few days in the NFL. Uh, it is NFL trivia 877-996-6369. That coming up uh, less than ten minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, so I feel, and I don't want. I, I feel bad for the next batch at a certain position in the NFL. And I'll, I'll just put it this way: if you've if you come from a big family or you've dated somebody. Um, that's sort of got issues from their past. Be cognizant of that throughout the course of your early goings in the relationship. All right. Reason I say it, like if you, you know, I'll just put it this way: if you meet a woman and you find out that her ex was like uh, some junkie. Um, and it was a real bad relationship, but they've been on again and off again and whatnot. And there's all sorts of issues. I would probably steer clear of that one because chances are that scar hasn't healed. Those scars have not healed. And you're the one stepping in afterwards. You don't have a shot. You have no shot whatsoever. If you've got an older sibling uh, who got in trouble all the time and you're younger than them, good luck having the same privileges as that older sibling. It never happens, all right, because they've set a bad standard. And right or wrong, whether they meant to or not, it the image is you don't want to go down that road again, so you're going to do whatever it is to avoid going down that road again. And the reason I bring that up is because I feel like, no fault of his own, what happened with Todd Gurley, And the contract that he signed, I think teams are going to use that as a buyer beware to the running back position moving forward. I, I, I think it's going to happen. How long that lasts for, how long the stigma goes on for, I think it's going to happen. Um, I, I think any running back coming up for a contract in the next year or two, outside of maybe a Christian McCaffrey, maybe a Saquon Barkley, and who even knows with those two, uh, Saquon's already dealt with some injuries. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is used a lot. I, I feel like teams are going to look at what happened with Todd Gurley as a cautionary tale of, listen like this is why you don't pay running backs like whatever you think this is exactly why you don't pay running backs like th- this is why you don't give guys at a depreciating position the contracts that they want we talked about Melvin Gordon last hour i mean i'll i'll say this for melvin gordon You know, he signs with the Denver Broncos. Uh, He ends up getting $13.5 million in guarantees on a two-year deal. You could do a lot worse than that based on his strategy a year ago. I don't fault him. He played a hand. He tried his best. It didn't work out. And and now he gets criticized for it afterwards. It happens. But I feel like Todd Gurley and what has happened at that position is going to be the reason that some people and some teams and organizations just – are steadfast with the idea that we're not going to pay a running back a depreciating asset, we're not going to, pl- to pay him significant money if we've got other things on the roster that we need to look at. We'd rather approach it in the draft, or we'd rather look somewhere else. That being said, I still think as much as teams are going to look at you don't want to pay a running back top dollar, I hope teams aren't also taking the same approach when it comes to drafting a running back. Because if you've got a guy like a Todd Gurley, like a Christian McCaffrey, uh, if you've got a guy uh, like a uh, Saquon Barkley, potentially, those are the type of players that you should take in the first round. If you've got an extra year of control, take the chance and take those guys in the first round. I I always felt like, listen... You can get a running back anywhere in the draft, and they'll step in and produce. All right, it's not one of these things to where it's a quarterback that's got to learn the offense or whatever. You can get a running back later in the draft; they can step right in and they can produce right away. It's not an issue. And the more that I've taken a step back and look at it, I say, no, hold on. If I if if I feel like this is a dude, this is a guy who's a top tier running back. They can do everything. They can block, can run, can catch the ball out of the backfield. Maybe it is worth taking a guy like that in the first round if it means you're going to have an extra year control. So we can talk about you know, Todd Gurley's and, and these cautionary tales. I still think teams are going to see an added benefit with taking a guy if you feel he's that talented early in the draft as opposed to later because you don't have to worry about him hitting the open market. You've got more control over that player. Maybe it isn't the best thing for the player, But you do have more control over that player moving forward, and you don't have to worry about paying him too early. The Rams made a mistake. In retrospect, they wanted to set a standard. They wanted to show everybody we take care of our own guys. We're reshaping the culture here. I get it, but it didn't work, and he didn't even reach his new contract years. And then Todd Gurley afterwards, and I don't fault him for him based on all the bad-mouthing that's been done afterwards. The details on Todd Gurley's contract, he gets a one-year deal for $6 million from Atlanta, and he already got paid from the Rams this season. So he already got a, a bonus that hit. Uh, $2 million was deferred. So Todd Gurley is going to end up making $11 million in 2020. And so he trolled the Rams on Instagram, and he just said, thanks for the check today. And some people may not like it, but the way that he's been bad in the press after he left the Rams, I don't blame him. I get why people would look at him at him as a cautionary tale, but I still do think there's value. If you don't want to give a guy an extension, that's fine. I do think there's value taking a running back high in the draft. If you really believe he's that type of player, do not shy away from it because you do have an extra year of control if you take him in the first round as opposed to letting him slip till the second or third or fourth. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 877-99-ON-FOX is the phone number. 877-996-6369. Guess That Garbage is next. If you've got the balls to be a star on national radio, 877-99-ON-FOX. Guess That Garbage. Basic NFL trivia is next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Kevin Figures.
7: All right, Jonas, veteran receiver Emmanuel Sanders has agreed to a two-year contract with the New Orleans Saints worth about $16 million. Melvin Gordon, as you just mentioned, former running back with the Chargers, remaining in the AFC West after signing a two-year contract with the Denver Broncos veteran defensive end Everson Griffin announcing on Instagram he will not re-sign with the Minnesota Vikings. Griffin opting out of the final three years of his contract in February and just a day after being released by the Rams running back Ty Gurley signing that one-year contract worth six million dollars with the Atlanta Falcons. In college slash pro basketball Georgia freshman guard Anthony Edwards has officially declared for the 2020 NBA draft. Edwards projected by many as a top overall prospect in this year's class. Auburn freshman forward Isaac Okoro has also declared for the draft. However, he will not hire an agent, which will allow him to return to school before the draft should he choose. Okoro projected as a top five pick in most mock drafts as well. The XFL has officially decided to cancel the remainder of its season due to the coronavirus outbreak. And U.S. Swimming wrote a letter to the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee suggesting that the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo be postponed. And we do have an update from our Australian Rules football game currently yeah. taking place, Jonas. The Sydney Swans have stormed back. They have taken a 58-49 to 49 lead over the Adelaide Crows about uh, 12 minutes to go. They're early on in the third quarter currently.
6: Awesome. Uh, see and, and listen a lot of people think you come here for the grab ass uh, and you leave with bad sports takes no 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 you come here for the grab ass and you get updates on rugby all right that's what you get it's rugby right Kevin uh close enough all right uh, Australian rules football Whatever. yeah same thing
7: tomato tomato no one ever says tomato but you know what I mean
6: yeah by the way I- I'm still getting my balls broken over uh, gal got it or uh, Godot I've heard it um, like a
7: trillion different ways I don't know.
6: know. Uh, But people are, like, now sending me her resume. Listen, (laughs) like, I I don't need all that. I I don't know who it was. I didn't know that she was uh, Wonder Woman. I had no idea. So the idea, like, like, people are really bothered by that. I didn't know who she was. By the the way,
7: yes. Well, what is in her resume? Because outside of Wonder Woman, I didn't really know. I'm sure she's done other work. Uh, um, some
6: guy walks in. I, I don't want to know what's in his search history. I uh, said she was Miss Israel back in two thousand four. Okay. Again, how the hell would I know? Right. Uh, she was in Fast and Furious. Uh, again, how the hell would I know? Because I don't watch bad movies. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I can't read the rest of that. That's uh, <laughs> so I cannot read the rest of that. There's resume, only been but, like fifteen you know,
7: Fast and Furious movies, by the way. So yeah,
6: I mean, come on, man. Like it is. I mean, how many t- how many times do we got to keep rolling that out before we go? You know what? Maybe like it's like the McRib. Like how many mm. times you got to roll that thing out before it's like, okay, what's different here? I mean, is it is this just a seasonal thing or did you actually like modify the recipe? You know what I mean? Like, extremely
7: just, over It me. needs to be modified. Extremely overrated sandwich, by the way. And I haven't Not- had it in, in nine or ten years. I don't know if it's improved. Maybe Bursch knows something about it. He, he eats terribly. He's probably had it recently.
10: You know, Bursch, when's the last time you had a McRib, be honest? It's, no, legitimately, it's not since high school. And it was the one time where I, I ate it late at night, and I woke up at 4 in the morning feeling terrible, and I've never eaten one again. <laughs> it is one of the few things way. that I can't go back to.
6: Yeah, by the, by the way, that's coming from the same guy who eats guacamole chips out of a vending machine at 2 in the morning. Okay, the same guy, but he won't eat a McRib because he feels like crap the next day. Come on, Bersh. Come on, who are you fooling?
10: Hey, Jason Smith and Mike Harmon supported me in saying that the guacal chips are, in fact, good. And multiple editors here, Kevin, uh, one of our editors, Laura, one of our editors, they've all supported me in saying that.
4: That's not a vote of confidence.
10: Mm. Yeah, that's.
6: No. listen, that's I mean, listen. you can you can like guac chips all you want. Um, guys like Chris Perfetta and myself, we're not lazy. We'll actually take a chip and dip it in guac. We don't need it all mixed into one you know that's that? that's true but these some, are some, in a vending machine hey some people like 40 some people like wd and then chris and i like wd40 like that's what we do we don't need that's it. Mix, we don't need mix and matches here we just put it all just you know mm. we'll, we'll 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 do our time that's we'll take the time to to put some effort into it well,
10: that's all right
6: whatever the hell that means mm. uh, all right uh we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico go to geico.com or call 800-947-auto the only hard part figuring out which way is easier uh, coming up in uh, we'll call it 15 minutes from now here on FSR. I have got proof that people in the NFL are losing their mind because of the quarantine. So we will get that to you uh, here coming up 15 minutes from now. Uh, 877-99 on Fox, the phone number eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. Guess that garbage is right now.
0: Oh
3: my God. Ah! What the hell is that smell?
6: These two teams flat out stink.
9: Stinks. It always has stunk. stinks. He
3: stinks. He stunk.
9: Welcome to the party, baby. How's that? It's Guess That Garbage. Yeah,
6: you bet your ass. Every single week here on Fox Sports Radio, we play this game. We go around the country. Sometimes we go around the world, depending on whether or not you're intoxicated enough to be able to get through one of our 1,000 phone lines. And we see who out there knows their NFL. It's all based on things that have happened in the NFL over the past several days. And there's a trivia question attached to it. And sometimes you guys are decent at this game. Most of the time you're awful. So we will go ahead and we'll play it again here on Fox Sports Radio. And we will get it started. We're going to go to Reno where Oscar is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Oscar, what's happening, man?
5: Hey, what's going on? Jonas just answering the call. I want to be a star on overnight radio. What's uh, going on, buddy?
6: Oscar, have you been uh, quarantined for several days? Uh not
5: actually not. This is my first day actually. We just got told we're not going back to work, but we had a couple weeks paid, so yeah, I'm kinda of bored. <laughs> Are you uh, have
6: you been uh you been ripping beers, you've been having drinks or what, man?
5: Uh, nah, man. I'm happy to report that I am six months over. I'm just kind of oh, pumped to be on the radio with you, bud.
6: Nice. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the least we the least we could do uh, while you're trying to uh, battle sobriety is uh, do nothing but talk about beer and booze references here. So we apologize. Oh, awesome. Yeah,
5: that. man. I love it. Yeah.
6: Um, all right. So here's the Oscar. Here's the question I have for you. So you saw that Tom Brady is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer?
5: He is what now?
6: Uh, he's a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. I don't know if you he's saw that. He's a Buccaneer? Yeah.
5: Ah, I just messing with you. Yeah, I
6: saw that man. Uh, Okay, I was going to say, was, was, was wondering if you were uh, like Tom Hanks on Castaway. I didn't know if there was like a volleyball <laughs> next to you. This um, <laughs> all happened right. All right, so so Tom Brady's a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Tom Brady has six Super Bowl rings, a right, very successful quarterback, maybe the greatest of all time in New England. My question for you is this. Who was the starting quarterback the only time the Bucs won a Super Bowl?
5: Oh, okay. That would be none other than
6: Brad Johnson. That is correct. Look at you, sir. That is correct. Oh, see, that baby. is the advantage. That's the advantage to being sober. That is correct, Brad Johnson. Oh, yeah. Johnson. I, I
5: never got that drunk. No.
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all right. Brad Johnson is the correct answer. So an easy one here, an easy one here on Fox Sports Radio. Just testing the waters here to see everybody, if everybody's awake and uh, coherent after the quarantine. All right, let's go out to um, Hollywood Jedi. Who's listening here on Fox Sports Radio? Uh Hollywood, what's happening?
11: Not much, man. Just sitting at the uh, LAX queue waiting for a ride.
6: Uh no, are, are you uh are you driving like an Uber or Lyft?
11: Uh Lyft and uh yeah, just sitting here waiting around.
6: Hey, how dead is L A X? Is it is it the is it oh, the most terrible. empty you've seen it?
11: Pretty much, yeah. Normally we get like a ride automatically and now it's like a probably like two to three hour wait.
6: Yeah, it's uh, it's been great. Driving into the studios at Fox Sports Radio, uh, normally there's uh, there's a commute and it takes a little bit of time to get there, and it, there's been zero traffic. So it's been very, yeah. very bizarre. And really quickly, uh,
11: I apologize for sending you her resume. <laughs> that was me. Oh, was that you? Oh,
6: <laughs> listen, hey, look, I, I, I honest to God didn't know who the hell it was. I swear to God. Well, I, like I just have a question. Radio what? Gag.
11: Yeah. What kind of movies I, I, do you watch? Because you don't watch Star Wars or The Avengers or Coward movies. What movies do you watch? Like The Notebook or something?
6: Uh, no, no. I, I just I watch, um, you know, in, in your tone. I, re- I don't like your tone. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you. There's nothing wrong with The Notebook. Uh, big fan All of right. Richard McAdams' I'll- work. Uh, but but I like to I like to watch you know more manly type movies like Steel Magnolias or Terms of Endearment like that's that's, more, nice. uh, that's my more kind of a, guy my speed yeah that's what I like uh, all right so uh, Jedi you ready for this man you ready for this question I don't know
11: last time I called it I failed miserably so I'll try uh, well, it again
6: well I mean, why don't you add, why don't you add a little bit of positivity in your life for Christ's sake so right. don't be so negative all right, right? have some faith we're gonna beat this virus all right here's here's the question for you Tom Brady. All right, you know Tom Brady's not a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Tom yeah, Brady. Uh,
11: yeah, I've heard a rumor about that. Yes. Yeah.
6: Which, which AFC East team has Tom Brady lost to more times than any other team in his career?
11: Uh, well, I'm going to go out and live and the state of Miami Dolphins.
6: That is correct. That is correct. Jedi and Hollywood. That is correct. The Miami Dolphins have more wins against Tom Brady than any other team in the NFL. So, uh, so that is correct here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, all right, let's go out to uh, let's go all the way to Canada. This man is the legend. Uh, this man is cowboy in Windsor, Ontario. Here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you hear him during the week with Ben Maller. He is kind enough to join us here on the weekends, and let's be honest, he's probably quarantined and got nothing else to do. Cowboy, what's happening?
11: Oh, nothing much. I'm not quarantined, but I'm kind of staying around the uh, my uh, my apartment. But anyway, oh, I hear Kenny Rogers died.
6: Uh, yeah, yeah, Kenny Rogers passed away.
11: Well, I'm old enough to remember when he was in the new Christy Minstrels back in the early
6: 60s. <laughs> I had heard a rumor. I didn't know uh, I didn't know uh, if that was if that was in case of fact.
11: Oh yeah oh yeah, that's true. And also Carl Reiner was ninety eight yesterday little and Bob, and right Bob now. Cosses will be sixty eight tomorrow. Um
6: now, uh, a cowboy, um you're a fan of the NFL, correct?
11: Um uh, well considering I have two cousins that played in the NFL, I guess so, and one Tony Dungy, used my other cousin, used to coach the uh, Buccaneers,
6: I guess yeah. so. Yeah, he did, uh, and and they they were tired of uh, not being able to win Super Bowls, so they fired him. And he won the Super Super Bowl forty one. <laughs> I'm kidding. With, uh, I, I I just uh, wanted to buzz. Problem uh, Yeah, Cowboy. I'm just teasing you. I'm, I'm just okay. giving you a hard time. Uh, okay. All right, so so Cowboy, here's the question I have for you. Now, did you see? Uh, so DeAndre Hopkins was traded by the Houston Texans. All right, yeah. so he got traded this week by the Houston Texans. So my question for you: It's multiple choice. I want you to listen to all the options before you take your guess. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Here, here. Your, here's your question. Who is the Houston Texans all-time leader in receiving touchdowns? Your options are DeAndre Hopkins, Andre Johnson, David Anderson, Joel Dreesen, or Joel Osteen. Oh, uh, Andre Johnson. That is correct, Cowboy. You're on the board. That is correct. oh. Uh.
5: Oh,
11: thank there you,
6: you Jonas. See, you know your NFL cowboy. Yeah, I've been following the NFL
11: since 1962.
6: Nice. Well, uh, well, that that came in handy. Andre Johnson uh, has not been in the league since 1962. So there we go. Uh, cowboy in Windsor uh, is on the board. I was really hoping he would have guessed Joel Osteen. Uh, all right, let's go. Uh, let's go back out to uh, let's go to San Antonio, where Joe is listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Joe, what do you want, man?
11: Hey, what's up, Jonas? You know, one thing you cannot do is ask Cowboy a yes or no answer uh, question. All
6: right, Joe, are you ready for this, Joe?
5: Let's go, man. All
6: right, here we go. Uh, Joe, so uh, the Cincinnati Bengals will be drafting number one overall. All right, so the Bengals uh, are going to be drafting first in the draft, barring a trade, and Joe Burrow is the rumor. Joe Burrow is the quarterback who is rumored to go number one to the Cincinnati Bengals. So my question for you, Joe, is this. Who is the last quarterback drafted number one overall by the Cincinnati Bengals?
8: Are you
11: friggin' serious?
4: Uh... Do it! Rodney Dangerfield. Do
6: it! Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, No, that is incorrect, Joe. My God. Not this time. Like, this guy... This guy complains every single week he doesn't get on the air. We finally go to him to get on the air, and he guesses... Uh, The star of Ladybugs as the last quarterback taken first overall by the Cincinnati Bengals. It wasn't that long ago. We're not talking about the 1920s. It was Carson Palmer. I, 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 I I didn't ask him how long Wyatt Earp's beard was.
11: He's trash.
6: Good God, man. Carson Palmer, that is incorrect. Terrible. What a terrible performance by Joe in San Antonio. All right, let's keep it in Texas, College Station. Ken is there, Fox Sports Radio. Ken, what's happening?
11: Hey, what's going on, Jonas?
6: Uh, just hanging out, man. Uh, Ken, you ready for this question?
11: Yeah. Can I, uh, uh, one thing, can I follow up on Cowboy and uh, Kenny yeah, Rogers? Yeah,
6: yeah Definitely. Uh, hour, hour yeah. five. Hour five. It's nope. all yours. We'll, uh, okay. we'll, we'll talk to you then. Uh, all right. So, Ken, here's the uh, here's the question. You are in College Station. Uh, you are a football fan. So, the question for you is this: uh, Philip Rivers is the new quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. My question for you, Ken, is what? Which team drafted Phillip Rivers back in 2004?
11: Uh, new Orleans Saints.
6: Oh, that is a damn good guess. Uh, that's incorrect. <laughs> uh, that would be the New York Giants. Uh <laughs> I'm looking through. Uh, everyone's sending me Gal Gadot or whatever her name is resume. I'm looking through Philip Rivers' resume. I don't see the Saints anywhere. I'll be honest with you. I don't see the Saints. Uh, that is incorrect. Nope. And that is a two and three performance here on Guests at Garbage on Fox Sports Radio. Are- oh, uh, a two and three performance. Uh, a job well done uh, by. Um, by our operator standing by, Ryan Bershinger, uh, who delivered us the goods there on FSR. Bersh, uh, we we're off to a hot start, man. People were on fire, and then all of a sudden, they just fell apart.
10: I tried. I really did. Uh, I'm it's, sorry. Uh,
6: listen, it happens. Uh, all right, Jonas Knox here. Uh, get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Up next, uh, proof that people in the NFL are losing their minds because of the quarantine. I've got it for you here on FSR.
0: Good effort. Good effort. Good job.
6: Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up in, uh, we'll call it about 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Uh, there's a simple question that every single one of you has to answer to find out the truth about an NFL quarterback. All right, So we will have that for you here coming up about 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, so people are, are kind of tired of being at home. It's just it. It's just what it is. Uh, people are, you know, you're going to reach a point, and we're only a few days in, to where you're going to go a little bit stir crazy. I actually have proof uh, that people are, are going a little bit stir crazy in the NFL, and and those two people would be insider on insider crime that was uh, committed earlier on Friday night, Adam Schefter of ESPN and Mike Cliss Mike Cliss who covers the Broncos in Denver and does a really good job they were going back and forth on social media arguing Ooh. about whether or not Melvin Gordon received an offer from the Buffalo Bills who who cares like who, like who cares if if Melvin Gordon threw who the bildo out on the field last year or the year before against the Patriots Who cares? Like, What does it matter whether he received an offer from the Bills? And they went back and forth arguing with each other about whether or not the Bills offered or whether or not his agent reached out. Melvin Gordon is a Denver Bronco. He signed a two-year deal, and we're all good here. Like, I get it that everybody's all pent up and frustrated. We don't need to take it out on each other, especially over Melvin Gordon and and some fantasy team. But if he did throw the Bildo on the field, that would be an awesome story. So there's a question everybody has got to ask themselves at some point or another. Everybody has to ask this question to themselves. You have done it many times. You might currently be doing it. You might soon be doing it. And if so, you have got something in common with one NFL superstar. I'll tell you what that is coming up here in just a couple of moments. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can check out this show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program, all across the country. Hope you are safe. Uh, hope you are sound. Uh, hope you're taking the proper precautions in, in what is a very tricky time, uh, to put it mildly here. Uh, we appreciate a few minutes of your time uh, and hope we can keep you company and, uh, and keep you entertained from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance, visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So at some point or another, you've got decisions to make when it comes to your, your employment. And it could be anything from... You know, starting out in a career, uh, picking up side work, like everybody's got motives and decisions they need to make. And you, it basically comes down to one simple question. What do you want out of work? We've all got to work. Um, you know, some of us, you know, maybe we hit it rich or we win the lotto or we do something and maybe we don't have to work. But the 99% of us, we've got to work. If you're listening to this show right now, um, most of the time you've got to work. Um, if you are driving an Uber or Lyft, you've got to work. Uh, if you're doing security, you've got to work. If you're working at a hospital right now and you got to be there, you got to work. Like most of us have to work, it's just a reality of it. And so the question comes what do you want out of work? For some people, it's just money. Work is simply a, a way for them to feel more comfortable financially. And so for, mo- for a lot of people, it's all about money. They're okay being miserable as long as the paychecks keep coming in and they're making good money. So money is a determining factor. Money is what they want out of work. And and that's fine. I've been there before. You didn't care what it was. It was all about the money. You just needed to make ends meet. And so you go with it. And then there's some people that want success. They want success out of work. I want to feel successful. I want to feel proud of what it is that I'm doing. You know, the money is great and the money's there. And with that, I want success to come with it. And so all of a sudden, your interests and your wants out of your employment change. And then there's other people that just want to be happy. Like they just want to drive into work and never be miserable when they're driving in. Like I see it a lot. On Sunday nights, I do a show with Brady Quinn here on Fox Sports Radio, and I always say the slowest drivers are on Sunday nights. When I'm driving into the studio in in Los Angeles, the slowest drivers on the freeway are on Sunday nights. And, and my thought on it and my opinion on it is I think it's a lot of people who are driving extra slow because they don't want the weekend to end because they got to go back to their Monday through Friday 9-to-5 job they can't stand. And I know that because I've been there. So it's money, it's success, it's happiness. At some point or another, you want each of those, maybe two at the same time. If you're lucky, all three at the same time. But each of those become the main reason you're doing what you do. When you do have money, it usually comes with success. All right, so so that happens. None of those guarantee happiness, though. And I know a lot of people who are very successful and very well off, and they're miserable. Absolutely miserable. They hate the job they're working. I know people that work uh, and do sales, they can't stand it. It's miserable. They're stressed out all the time, but man, they make a damn good living. And if they hit their quotas, and if they, they do things the right way, and they, they put in the hours, and they work extra time, they'll do really well and they've got a full bank account but they're not really happy they're miserable I think Tom Brady looked around and he was like you know what man I got money I got success I just want to go be happy and have fun Like I think that's what it came down to and I was saying it earlier it's the one thing I think a lot of us missed in evaluating what tom brady was going to do next i think a lot of us just looked at tom brady as well he'd never leave new england i mean tom brady just wants to win and if he wants to win his best chance is to go back to new england Uh, if tom brady wants to be successful moving forward just stay where you are it's a much easier transition i think tom brady was unhappy I think he was fed up with it. I think he was tired of the grind. I think he was tired of the Patriot way. I think he was tired of Belichick. I think he was tired of it never being good enough. And I think Brady just wanted out of there. Honest to God, I don't think he was happy anymore. If you go back, last season, did he seem happy? He looked miserable. Well, his play was declining. We can all say that but let's not pretend like Tom Brady was all of a sudden Peyton Manning in his final season. Peyton Manning in his final season won a Super Bowl and it looked like he was going through rigor mortis halfway through the year. Like let's not pretend that Tom Brady was the worst quarterback in the world last year. Come on. I mean, look at the numbers. Yeah, but the numbers are deceiving. Stop. I'm not, I'm not pretending to say that he was the quarterback. He even was two years ago when he was thrown for 500 yards in the Super Bowl, uh, which by the way, I love how everybody out there rips Tom Brady for not being the greatest player in the Super Bowl when they beat the Rams, yet the year before that he threw for 500 yards, was the best player on the field, but his defense couldn't stop anybody. And Nick Foles went up and down the field on him. So let's not pretend that Tom Brady is the worst quarterback in the world. Let's not pretend that he's coming off the worst season in the the history of quarterback play. Stop. Let's just stop. Tom Brady was miserable. I think Tom Brady got tired of the grind. He was over it. Like he was over it. And I think a lot of people get to that point. Like there I know I got to that point. And it's what got me into radio. Like I was doing sales and the money was pretty good and I was miserable. I've talked about it before here on the show. I was ter- I was miserable. And I said, man, I can't do this anymore. I want to pursue what it is I wanted to pursue when I was a kid. And I I took a job because I needed the money. And then I said, "You know what? I grew up poor. I can live without money. I know I can know how to navigate the waters of not having finances and not having money." And I took a giant pay cut to go chase radio. And it's the best thing I ever did because you know what happened? I may not have gotten rich, but not one time in the history of my radio career have I ever driven in and been miserable on the drive-in. Never. It's never happened. Like I've never thought, oh my God, I gotta deal with what's his name, and he's gonna be standing over my cubicle and he's gonna be asking me this and he's gonna be doing this and and I gotta get this done. I've never been miserable. This is fun. And sooner or later you gotta answer the question: what do you want out of work? Is it money? Is it success, or is it happiness? Tom Brady's got money. He's got money. Money's never been the issue. Like It's not like he's breaking the bank with this contract with Tampa Bay. It's a nice contract. It's guaranteed. That's awesome. But he's not breaking the bank. He's not demanding $35 million or more like Dak Prescott. It wasn't about money. He's got enough success to last him a lifetime. He's won six, He's the greatest quarterback of all time. The greatest quarterback of all time. Maybe the greatest football player of all time. Success is already there. He's already been successful. He could flame out the next two years in Tampa Bay, throw two touchdowns and 900 interceptions, and he's the ba- greatest quarterback of all time. Nobody will care. I think Tom Brady wanted happiness. And I don't think he was happy in New England anymore. And I think it wore him out. I think it wore him out. And I think also, and and I've talked about this before, I think Rob Gronkowski leaving the New England Patriots had more of an impact in the locker room than it did on the field. Because I think Gronk was the one guy on that team in a rigid environment like that that kept everybody loose. He dented the Lombardi trophy trying to hit a baseball. What other Patriot in the last 20 years could get away with that? Nobody. There's nobody that gets away with that. And Rob Gronkowski did. I think he kept those guys loose. I think the loss of Gronkowski was felt more in the locker room. He was more of the conduit, more of the comic relief, more of the he can get away with it because he's Gronk. Like Gronk can do things and can say things publicly and not get criticized for it, but somebody else does it and they get ripped to pieces. It's like Charles Barkley. It's the Charles Barkley effect. Barkley can say and do things and deliver them in a way to where you don't really mind it. Ah, that's just Chuck being Chuck. That's just Gronk being Gronk. And he was there in that locker room the whole way through. And I think that what was, that's what was missing. I think Tom Brady got to a point to where he decided, what do I want out of this? All right, Like, what do I want? Like, wins aren't guaranteed. All right, the money's already there. What do I want? I think he just wanted to be happy. He was in the same spot that so many of you have been in. If you're working a job right now, you can't stand. Chances are you're doing it because of money. But if you had the money and it was already there and you could go chase happiness, go chase happiness. Like 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 go 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 take a pay cut and be happy. Like Go somewhere else if you think it's going to make you more happy. And I think Tom Brady got to the point in his career where he was tired of the grind, and he just wanted to go be happy. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, from the uh, Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. I want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically. And it's even more amazing because Discover is accepted at over 95% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2019 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Um, We will be on the air. Again, I know this is a strange time. Uh, People are looking for any sort of relief from the Coronavirus coverage Um, Be cognizant of what's happening Be safe Uh, We're not going to talk a whole lot about Corona On this show Or We'll talk about the beer We're not going to talk about the virus I'm not a doctor I have no idea what it's going to do We're all quarantined Uh, We're all trying to be as safe as possible Listening to the experts that do it But if we can be an escape For a few hours here on Fox Sports Radio It's our job right now And so we appreciate you uh, uh, taking us in here uh, On FSR Uh, Again, get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox. All right, coming up next. There was, um, I think one team in the NFL made a mistake. I think they made a mistake. A lot of people defended him. A lot of people stuck up for him. I think they made a mistake. I think it was a bad look. Their approach and their handling of one player this week was a terrible look. Find out who we're talking about next year on FSR.
3: This song
6: stinks. Unbelievable.
4: Doing this again, huh?
6: Even even in a pandemic, we can't get any damn decent music. Kenny Rogers passed away earlier tonight, and, and I got to deal with. Listen, like, I like what you is Duhast. this? Uh, what is is this guar Are listening to Guar right now? Caligula. Have uh, Have I, you I, seen Guar live? I have. Hold on, hold on a second. We're gonna get to all Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. What did you just say? Ryan Brischer, you've seen Guar Live?
10: Yeah. Yeah, one time. Why? Uh actually okay, so it was at Warp Tour. I was at Warp Tour and they they were playing, and if you're at a festival that Guar is playing at, like why not? You yeah. might as well go see it.
6: Well, it's it's like one of those bands who has a really good live show. Like I and and I bring this up. we talked about Ramstein earlier. Ramstein Live is awesome. Like they are unbelievable. they've got pyrotechnics, they've got Rob Zombies the same thing, Slipknot does a lot of that stuff. I've heard Guar is a fun live show. Here's a better question as to but be- even better than why did Ryan Bershinger go see Guar? Why was Guar at the warp tour? That's yeah, what I want to know.
10: I, I didn't I didn't understand it either, but I was I was totally, totally fine with it. And they did the whole thing where they had a they had a mechanism that was spraying pig's <laughs> blood. Across the audience, and that's uh, good.
6: Yeah. <laughs> that is a shout out to Peta, uh, Peta who is listening <laughs> to the program. Uh, they've got nothing to do either. Um, uh, they've got nothing going on. So, uh, so shout out to uh, to Peta uh, who is listening uh, as as pig's blood was sprayed all over the audience, uh, according to Ryan B- uh, Bershinger uh, seeing Guar. Uh, now, did you buy a Guar shirt? Did you uh, go to any of the uh, the stands afterwards? Uh, to check that stuff out. No, no, yeah, I, I did not. That's That's a good move. A good move for you. Um, All right. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Pro wrestler or porn star? Listen, I, I know what you're thinking. Oh, there's a pandemic going on. Uh, we've got to be careful. Everybody stay quarantined. Hey, you can stay quarantined all you want. We're still going to play the games, and we're going to play the hits here on Fox Sports Radio. Pro wrestler or porn star is coming up uh, 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. If you want to be a part of the hottest game show anywhere on radio, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is the phone number. eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. Pro wrestler or porn star uh, coming up 10 minutes from now here on Fox sports radio. Um, All right. So I, I I think that this was this, this bothered me a little bit because I felt like people after the fact now started to jump in and started to rip somebody after they were already out the door. So, Todd Gurley, and we've talked about it, Todd Gurley signed a contract with the Atlanta Falcons. He gets a one-year deal for $6 million. Um, Based on what he already got paid from the Rams this season, he's going to make $11 million in 2020. So, Todd Gurley, you could say it's a bad contract by the Rams. He got a bunch of guaranteed money. Uh, his knee was degenerative. Um, there were questions about his health last year. Um, he just wasn't used at certain times late in the season the year before when they were making their Super Bowl run. Uh, he disappeared in the NFC title game. Like there, was, there were things going on, and you started to hear rumblings that he's got a degenerative knee. And the knee issue goes back to college. I can remember seeing Todd Gurley. I'll never forget this. I saw Todd Gurley in college, in person, at a South Carolina-Georgia game. And it was a game, and people that are diehard SCC fans will probably remember this game. It was a game in which South Carolina and Georgia were both ranked. I believe they were both ranked at the time. There was a huge weather delay. It was like week three or week four of the season. It was in Columbia, in South Carolina. And the game was delayed 90 minutes. So it was like a 90 minute delay by the time kickoff happened and there was talks that they were actually going to cancel the game or, or move it to another time because the lightning was so bad in the area. And so instead of letting people hang out in the stadium, they told everybody in Columbia to go outside the stadium, go back to your tailgate areas and wait the storm out. And we'll let you back in afterwards which is a horrible idea cuz all anybody did was go back out to their tailgate parties and start bending the elbow and people were ripped by the time they walked into the game. So, by the time kickoff happened, it was 90 minutes later, everybody's hammered and they're going nuts and and people are freaking out. It was I mean just an awesome environment. I saw Todd Gurley break off a run in that game and it looked like a 25-year-old adult playing Pop Warner football against other players. And there were quality NFL-ready players on the field. He was by far and away the best player on the field. And it was later on that year that Todd Gurley suffered the knee injury. And I always, because I remembered seeing him in person, I wondered, how's that going to shape up moving forward? So fast forward up to uh, this past week. The Rams are trying to get a deal done for Todd Gurley. They're trying to trade him. Nobody wants to trade him. Whatever, so they release him. They owed him some money, anyways. They release some bad contract. Wash your hands. You move on. Seems simple enough. Nah, I just couldn't do that. Couldn't do that. Couldn't just let it be and let it move on and let it be looked at as a bad contract. Then you had to have the spin. You had to get the media spin. You had to start changing the narrative. And so all of a sudden, these reports come out that Todd Gurley, after he got the contract, uh, he changed. Uh, Todd Gurley changed in the locker room. He wasn't the same player in the locker room as the guy that they gave the contract to. Well, where do you think those reports are coming from? Do you think that's Todd Gurley's camp? Uh, Do you think it's one of his teammates that's saying that? Because his teammates couldn't say enough good things about him on social media afterwards. Where do you think those reports are coming from? They're coming from somebody in the front office. Somebody in the front office who instead of just wearing it that you made a mistake and a contract you gave a guy didn't work out because he suffered an injury and he's on the downside of his career, even at this age of his career, instead of just wearing it and turning your back and taking the high road, then we've got to spin things and we've got to make it seem like, well, we did the right thing as an organization, but he changed. Had we known that about him, you know, we wouldn't have given him the contract. That's a a bunch of crap. Eat it. You made a mistake. You gave the guy a bad deal. It didn't work out. It's not your fault. The knee fell apart. Did you pay him a year earlier? Yeah, you paid him a year earlier than you probably should have. The Rams were trying to show to other players in the locker room and other teams around the league, this is a first-class organization. If you come in and you do things the right way, we're going to reward you. So they rewarded Todd Gurley because they couldn't get a deal done with Aaron Donald. So Todd Gurley was their other superstar player. He was a great player, and so they gave him the contract. And then after giving him the contract early, physically he started falling apart. I don't buy for one second that he was a problem in the locker room. I don't buy for one second that after he got the money, all of a sudden he changed. I'm not buying it. The Rams are trying to spin this thing, and instead of just owning the fact that you made a mistake as a front office, now you're trying to spin it and say, well, it wasn't us. It it, it, it had nothing to do with, with, with what we did on our end. He changed as a person after we paid him. I don't buy it for a minute. I think that's PR spin. Somebody in the Rams organization... Drop that to members of the media to run with this week because they were trying to cover their own ass. I think it's total crap. I live in Thousand Oaks, California, where the Rams are located. It's not that big of a city. Uh, I, I, it's, it's a four-minute drive on side streets to get to the Rams' headquarters near CLU, Cal Lutheran University, here in Southern California. I could be there in four minutes from my house. I never heard a damn thing around town about Todd Gurley or any of those guys on that team, for that matter. There was no issue with him whatsoever. His knee fell apart. Physically, he wasn't the same player. This whole idea that he changed as a person, I think is crap. I think it's total crap. and That's why I do not mind the fact that Todd Gurley goes on Instagram on Friday and At the Rams on Instagram says, thanks for the check. I had no issue with it whatsoever. They badmouthed him on his way out the door. He should say, kiss my ass and on his way to Atlanta. Thanks for the 35 million guaranteed and the extra 5 million bucks this year. I think it was a bad look by the Rams as an organization. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. That's at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 877 99 on Fox is the phone number. 877 996 That is an important number, and here's why. Every single week here on FSR, it is the hottest game show anywhere on Sports Talk Radio. It is pro, wrestler, or porn star pandemic or no pandemic we will not stop pro wrestler or porn star is next but for all the latest from around the world of sports uh, pay your damn respects to kevin figures
7: thank you jonas we do have some news out of the nfl from friday veteran receiver emmanuel sanders agreeing to a two-year contract with the new orleans saints that contract could be worth up to 19 million dollars with incentives Former Chargers running back remaining in the AFC West. He signs a two-year deal with the Denver Broncos worth about $16 million. And former Rams running back Todd Gurley finding himself a home rather quickly, signing with the Falcons on a one-year contract. Gurley played his college football at the University of Georgia. Another Georgia Bulldog in basketball, guard Anthony Edwards, announcing he will enter this year's NBA draft. Edwards considered the draft's top prospect by many prognosticators, Also an SEC star, Isaac Okoro of Auburn, declaring for the NBA draft, but he did not hire an agent. Okoro being billed also as a top five pick. The XFL officially announcing that the season has been canceled due to the coronavirus and USA Swimming suggesting to the U.S. Olympic Committee that this summer's games be postponed due to the coronavirus outbreak. There are no current plans to place or to place to cancel to postpone the Olympic Games. Also, an update on our Australian rules of football. It is a final. Now, Jonas, the Sydney Swans completing the comeback. It was a nail biter. They did beat the Adelaide Crows 74 to 71. The Swans had 310 disposals to 251 <laughs> disposals, whatever that's supposed to mean. I did not see any garbage cans on the field, so my interpretation of that is clearly askew.
6: Yeah, what the hell is a disposal? Can we get to like, one of our listeners in Australia? We've got listeners in Australia. I think it's like Thursday It's 6 p.m. in Australia right now with the way the clocks work. Uh, can, can one of you guys uh, put down your fosters uh, or whatever it is that you're doing uh, and can you like tweet or call the show eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox? All we're looking for is an explanation of the rules. Australian rules football. We don't ask a whole lot here and we're not paying you for it so understand you're working for free. But Kevin Figures and myself, we are brought Cats professionals, we got a lot on our plate. There's a lot of sports going on. We can't cover everything. The least you could do, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Uh, if you're in Australia or New Zealand, we'll take New Zealand. Sure, All right. It, like whatever it takes. Why don't you just call up. We got listeners out there. Uh, you got nothing else going on right now. Uh, call up eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. We yeah. would like an Australian rules football expert.
7: Apparently, there's also a stat called one percenters. Uh, the Sydney Swans at forty seven to thirty nine. I know what one percenters are in the fi- financial world, as far as yeah. economics go. I'm not exactly sure how that applies to Australian rules football.
6: Yeah, and let me tell you something. It doesn't apply to radio. It sure as hell doesn't apply to us. Oh, yeah, <laughs> trust me. That's that's why we got a hand-me-down vending machine in the studio. There's no one percenters here unreal by the way bursch is uh like are there uh are items disappearing out of that with this uh pandemic going on and people uh scare buying in, in grocery stores or they now turn into the vending machine
10: well it's hard to say because it's been restocked in the last few days really? in fact we have a brand new item in there that has never been there before and i'm very excited okay
6: all right i, I mean what, do you want to discuss <laughs> yeah, that sure. Some point the-
10: oh, I, yeah sure I they're they're uh hot fries
6: can't wait. Well don't give it away, man. Like we gotta oh, okay. tease it. Oh, okay. All I, right. Well, so you I, didn't hear that. What if you no. if you think you heard that, you didn't you did we'll, not we'll hear done. what he just you said. It! All right. So we will we will get to that here coming up uh shortly on Fox Sports Radio. All right, uh coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, Jonas Knox here on FSR. It's easy to save fifteen percent or more on car insurance with Geico, go to Geico.com or call 947 auto. The only hard part figuring out which way is easier. Uh, all right, uh, uh, we'll actually we'll call it in about fifteen minutes from now. There are people that are making a mistake. They are purchasing something NFL-related, and I'm telling you, you're making a mistake. All right, find out what it is. That's 15 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, right now, though, it is time for a little something we do on the show, and it's called this.
9: Is it a pro wrestler or a porn star? Genitalia. I love that.
0: You have an affection for Big Mac.
6: Time to guess that name. <laughs> It is that time, baby, pro wrestler or porn star here on Fox Sports Radio, where we go around the country. Sometimes we go around the world and we see who the hell out there wants to be a part of the hottest game show anywhere on radio. And we get things started with a, a dear friend of ours. He is a loyal listener. Uh, he only calls in when there's nothing else going on in his life. And that man is Angel in Phoenix here on Fox Sports Radio. Angel, what's happening? What's up, Jonas? Uh, now, Angel, uh, are, are, so are you stocking the shelves at the supermarket right now? Uh, yeah. All right. Are I you ready to pl- ready. Are you ready to play the game? Let's do it. All right. So here's the game we play. Anytime Angel calls in, Angel, while he listens to the show, actually stocks the shelves at a supermarket in the Phoenix area. All right. So what we do is we go around the room and we try and guess. What item Angel is currently stocking? All right, so now uh, let's uh, let's start with Chris Perfett. Chris, uh, take your guess. What do you think Angel is stocking right now here in the middle of the night on Fox Sports Radio?
4: Bush's Baked Beans.
6: Oh, Bush's Baked Beans. Okay, that's good. Uh, Ryan
10: Bershinger, go ahead. rice Aroni rice pilaf.
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
10: Uh, <laughs> all right, Kevin Figures, go ahead. I'm going
7: to go on Maria Pasta. Pasta. Mm-hmm.
6: Okay. Um, All right. I am going to go with Pace Thick and Chunky Salsa. Angel, what's the answer? Four mil microwave meal. Oh, yeah, you know what? Because I can hear the paper. I can hear there's some paper there uh, with some plastic mixed in. So, uh, so unfortunately, uh, nobody got it right this time. All right, so yeah. Angel is ready to uh, – Angel, by the way, uh, is this the craziest uh, just time stocking supermarkets that you've had in all your time doing it, all your years doing this?
11: Oh, yeah, this is like Thanksgiving week on steroids.
6: So what so do you have any recommendations for people that are trying to get into a supermarket and and everything's gone what do you recommend they do what's the proper time to go when they want to get toilet paper or do they just have to like start using newspapers uh, and old uh playgirl magazines uh when they're out of toilet paper
11: <laughs> No you you just got to be here uh, right before the store opens and start lining up like right when everybody starts 2 hours before the store opens That's insane you know, Absolutely if, if you insane. If, if you want if you want to get your necessities and that's what you got to do unfortunately you know you know what we what we do is uh, we limit the customer one per household so there's enough for everybody
6: wow that's insane uh, all yeah. right so uh, so that is uh angel and Phoenix uh, stocking shelves currently ready to play pro wrestler or porn star let's find out who wants to take on angel and Phoenix let's go all the way out to line number 644 Wes is in Minnesota here on Fox sports radio Wes, what's happening?
11: Not much, Jonas. Just getting ready to go to work.
6: Uh, all right, where are you going to work, Wes? I'm making cereal today. Oh, so you guys—you guys are still operating. You're fully functional.
11: Yes, we are. We're busier than heck.
6: All right. Well, uh, so we got Wes in Minnesota. We got Angel in Phoenix. Now, now, what's now? Can you name the cereal uh, you're going to you're going to make, or what?
11: Uh, it's malt meal cereal. We make uh, marshmallow mateys.
6: Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm not familiar with it. I haven't. Had, last time I tried it, I had a bowl of Cheerios like five or six years ago, and I mean, it was in my system four and a half minutes, and you would have thought somebody put eye drops in it. Like I, it just it it, it ran through me like I stole from it. So I have not had cereal in a long time. So I'm not familiar with it, but. Uh, but I'm sure uh, members, uh, listeners uh, here on Fox Sports Radio are. So there's that. Uh, all right, so we got Angel in Phoenix. We've got Wes in Minnesota. This is pro wrestler or porn star. Here's how it works, guys. I'm going to read you a name. You have to tell me whether or not it's a name of a pro wrestler or it's a porn star. And at the end of that list, we go to sudden death overtime if you guys are tied. Easy enough? Yep. Okay. Alright, here we go. Angel in Phoenix first up here on Fox Sports Radio. Angel, the name for you, sir, here on on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is Lucius excuse me Luscious Lucas Pro Wrestler or Porn Star? Let's go with our Pro Wrestler. That is correct. Yeah, that is correct. And my apologies. Uh, Luscious Lucas uh, is a pro wrestler here on Fox Sports Radio. We go over I to West. Uh, something like that. We go over to Wes in Minnesota here on Fox Sports Radio. West, the name for you, sir, here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is Betty Sparks. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star? Uh, pro Wrestler. That is incorrect. Not this time. Yeah, that is incorrect. Betty Sparks is a porn star. So we go back over to Angel and Phoenix here on Fox Sports Radio. Angel, the name for you, sir, is Anna Everjoy, pro wrestler or porn star?
11: Uh, porn star.
6: That is correct. Angel's on fire, man. Like, you find me another guy in the country right now who can stock shelves and then watch porn at the same time. I mean, there's not another guy who can do it. Angel's the only one. Can I take a sip of that uh, coffee first? Uh, we go over to, uh, to Wes in Minnesota here on Fox Sports Radio. Wes, name for you, sir, here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star here on Fox Sports Radio is Goonberg, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Pro Wrestler. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, yes, that is uh that is correct. Uh, I've heard of Goldberg. I have not heard of Goonberg, So this is the first here on the show. Uh, back over to Angel and Phoenix we go here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Uh, Angel, the name for you, sir, is Laporca, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Let's uh, go Pro Wrestler. That is correct. Angel's on fire, man. I mean, he is locked in and loaded, uh, stacking uh, Hormel uh, chili bulls or whatever the hell they were uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Wes in Minnesota down two here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. The name for you, sir, is Kitty. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star? Porn Star. That is correct. A lot of confidence in that. Almost like you're familiar with the name there, Wes? Huh?
11: Yeah. So familiar. Ahead,
6: Another hey, wrong with that. Uh, all right, back over to Angel and Phoenix. We go here on pro wrestler or porn star here on Fox Sports Radio. Angel and Phoenix has not missed yet. Angel and Phoenix, the next name up for you, sir, is the Shark Attack Kid, pro wrestler or porn star.
11: Uh, I feel like this was a trick question. Uh,
6: uh, wrestler. That is correct. Yeah, that is correct. Um, <laughs> I got a lot of qu- uh, follow up questions on that name. I'll get uh, with Kevin Figures. I don't understand that. All right, uh, back over to Wes in Minnesota. We go, Wes, you need to get this correct in order to stay alive in the game. If you miss it, the game is over, and Angel is your winner. No pressure, Wes. I know you're in Minnesota. So, I, I listen, I, I'm not trying to, you know, get in your head by saying that you're Gary Anderson or Blair Walsh. I'm not going to do it, all right? But I'm, I'm just letting you know. This is crunch time here on Fox Sports Radio. Wes in Minnesota, to stay alive in the game, the name for you, sir, is Sabrina Ferrari, pro wrestler or porn star? Porn star. That is correct. Wes, you are locked in. You're no Blair Walsh. You know Gary Anderson. You are locked in. So we go back over to Angel and Phoenix here on Fox Sports Radio. Angel, if you get this correct, the game is over. And you are the champion while stocking shelves in this madhouse that is a pandemic known as the coronavirus. Angel and Phoenix, to win the game here on Fox Sports Radio, the name for you, sir, is Amina Blue, pro wrestler or porn star. Porn star. That is correct. That is correct. And Angel in Phoenix is your winner. Amina Blue. I can't imagine why is a porn star. And that is correct. Angel, congratulations. Uh, we appreciate you hustling, man. Especially in the middle of the night, keeping America stocked. Uh, it's it's crazy out there. So hope you are safe. Hope the family's safe. Uh, and you are a winner here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Congratulations. All right. All right, man. Thank you, guys. There he is. Uh, there's a, a friend of the show, Angel in Phoenix, here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Kevin Figures is our uh, our national update anchor here at Fox Sports Radio. Sometimes I have follow up questions. Um, the shark attack kid. Like,
7: <laughs> that's a good one. I almost wish it was a porn star. I know. Be very, very creative like, with that like,
6: one. Like, 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 what is the shark attack kid? So like, is there like there like a bite written uh, out of the side of him? He like just, I don't understand. He
7: runs out wearing a dorsal fin or something on yeah, his I back. Yeah, I don't
6: understand. <laughs> like does he just have a shark bite tattoo? Like I don't understand. Like what is the shark attack kid? What is that?
7: I think his finisher. is just tries to bite people's limbs off. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I
6: don't know. Like it. is he is he missing a leg? I like I don't I don't understand. Like what like what is the shark attack kid? It doesn't make any sense. Or maybe
7: they roll out a giant you know, like like a giant tank and he swims out to yeah, the ring.
6: I, I don't like it just like I see some of these names, I go, Like who's Goonberg? Goonberg. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, who thinks of this crap
7: La Porca that's a good one yeah, too yeah that's
6: a very good I, might, I probably mispronounced that uh, it's probably L- La Portia, but La Portia sounded better
7: I knew a girl named La uh, back in the day oh no, you did she, she uh, was not enough. a wrestler
6: yeah they, uh, you know you want to know how you know uh, uh, Kevin Figures' girlfriend is not listening uh, he <laughs> just admitted he knew a girl named La Portia back in the day that's how you know she's was not a, listening that
7: was a long time ago Jonas
6: it was it definitely was uh, alright uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios Uh, Get me on Twitter, at theJonasKnox, at theJonasKnox on Twitter. All right, coming up next, uh, NFL fans are making a big mistake. You're making a big mistake, and I'll tell you why. It's involving your shopping online right now. Find out what it is next here on FSR.
9: I am the chosen
6: one. Coming up in, we'll call it 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, the future could look very bleak. For an all-time great in the NFL, I'll tell you who that is coming up here 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. It's time for the Geico Play of the Day. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. Fortunately, Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and auto insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. Geico.com, easy. Today's Geico Play of the Day is the most appropriate of them all. And it comes to us courtesy and in celebration of the great Kenny Rogers country music legend who passed away.
9: Huh, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Yeah, everybody knows that. Well, did you know that playing cards with Kenny Rogers gets old pretty fast?
11: You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold
0: them, know when to walk away, know when to run. You never count your money when you're sitting at the table. What?
9: You get it.
2: I
6: get the gist, yeah. Yeah.
9: GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. (laughs)
6: <laughs> that is a job well done. That is a job well done. Uh, so a tribute to the great Kenny Rogers. I don't know anybody that didn't grow up uh, having Kenny Rogers in the background at their house at some point or another, he was awesome. He was a legend. Uh, so condolences to his family on the passing of the great Kenny Rogers uh, at the age of 81. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox sports radio. Uh, um, so I think, listen, shoppers are making a mistake. I had a buddy who's a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan, and he's already ordered a uh, Tom Brady jersey. Now, I think he was like, you know, 15, uh, you know, seltzers deep. Uh, of whatever what is it uh, is it is it black claw or whatever they call that Wh- whatever that whatever White it's claw. called uh what a uh, yellow claw whatever they call it um so he's like 15 of those deep and he goes on to nfl.com or whatever the shop was he starts buying tom brady jerseys like dude i wait till they come out with the creamsicles like why would anybody want the current Tampa Bay Buccaneer jersey. When you've got the creamsicle, yes! one of the one of the great uniforms ever in the history of of the NFL. Yes! It's like the old Houston Oilers uniform. Like like, don't go buy a Houston Texans uniform. If you can find a Deshaun Watson in a Houston Oilers version, you go buy the Deshaun Watson in the Houston Oilers version, and you wait until they come out with the creamsicles, and then you go out and you pull the trigger on a Tom Brady jersey. But don't go buy these current day Bucks jerseys. They don't. They just Don't compare. It's a mistake. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. We've got another hour here on Fox Sports Radio and on the iHeartRadio app. So, this may be the most interesting question heading into the NFL season. All right. There's been a narrative. There's been. Sort of an attachment to one organization, but going into next season, it's going to look completely different. We'll tell you who that is coming up here in just a couple of moments. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM, Channel 83, and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program. Hope you are safe. Uh, I know if you are quarantined or stuck at the house, I know it's kind of a pain in the ass, but you know what? You just do it. You grit it out. You deal with it. Uh, in the long run, I think we're going to come out of this uh, much better than we were uh, the you know before all of this stuff. So it's uncomfortable. We all get a little bit uncomfortable, uh, but I think we'll have an, a, a better appreciation for the things around us. So. I appreciate you, and I appreciate you spending a few minutes with us here on FSR. We always do it live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So um, I said this earlier. I think that part of what was – a lot of people don't want to admit when they get stuff wrong in sports radio. If you listen to this show long enough – Uh, majority of the time I get stuff wrong and I have no problem admitting it Uh, to me. there like, why fight it? Uh, You know, why, why give two opinions just so you can uh, be right? Like if I have an opinion on something, I'll give it. If I get it wrong, I'll call myself out on it. Uh, I was quoted on the air. And again, I and I don't know if we have this this audio in the system. It's very controversial. Uh, it was in regards to Tony Romo and the contract that he signed with CBS, the recent contract. Like I've been accused of, of going way over the top, that saying Tony Romo won't get more than ten million dollars a year. Uh, I don't know if we have that here on Fox Sports Radio, the proof of me actually saying that. But allegedly, I said something, um, you know, about. Tony Romo not getting a contract over $10 million a year from CBS. And I said that I would do a certain something to myself. Now, people are, are alleging that this is me and that this was me saying this on the air before Tony Romo actually got the $17 million a year. I don't think this was me, but you judge for yourself. By the way, if Tony Romo gets $10 million a year, I'm getting a sex change. All right. So that, again. I don't feel like that was me. I don't think it sounded anything like me. But people have accused me of that. I mean, I'm I'm doing so many hours here, and I'm and I'm just so focused on the content that I, it may it I could understand why people would think that would sound like me. But again, uh, you don't have any proof uh, that that was physically me on the mic saying that. So unfortunately, we cannot go through with the surgery, and so uh, everything is status quo. But if you get something wrong, acknowledge you got it wrong. All right? Just. All jokes aside, you get it wrong. Who cares? Who cares if you get it wrong? What people are going to be mean to you on Twitter? Who gives a rat's ass? It's Twitter. It's fake. It doesn't matter. It's all. It's it. it it's a joke. Like, you can't take this stuff or yourself too seriously. Has anybody just come out and admitted they got Tom Brady to the Buccaneers wrong? Anybody? Because I did. I got it wrong. I thought Tom Brady was going to go to the Raiders. It didn't happen. I got it wrong. Uh, I then uh, changed course and thought Tom Brady was going to go back to the Patriots. It didn't happen. I got it wrong. I got it completely wrong because I overlooked the most obvious thing in all of this, and it was Tom Brady's happiness. Tom Brady, I think, got worn out from the Patriot way. I think he just wanted to be happy, and ultimately, he is now going to chase happiness. Here's where this whole thing gets interesting, though. What uh, What's the Patriot way going to look like now? Because it's been a long time for Patriot fans. Since they've seen somebody other than Tom Brady under center, it's been a long, long time. So what now in New England? Because... You could say that Brady wasn't a great quarterback a year ago, but let's not lie to ourselves and say he was bad. I don't think he was a bad quarterback. He was an average quarterback at times, and it looked like he struggled physically at times to be able to do certain things, but I don't think Brady was bad. You can win games with Tom Brady. The Patriots won a bunch of games with Tom Brady. They fell short in the postseason, and, and that was a bad look on offense, and their defense played well. But they won games with Tom Brady. You could do a lot worse a quarterback than with Tom Brady. So what's the Patriot way going to look like now? And the reason I bring this up is because Michael Giardi, uh, who covers the Patriots for NFL Network, sent out a tweet on Friday morning. And I thought this was really interesting. Michael Giardi, said when he spoke to Robert Kraft, Robert Kraft made this analogy about Tom Brady's departure. Quote, think about loving your wife, and for whatever reason, there's something, her father or mother, that makes life impossible for you, and you have to move on, but you don't want to. End quote. Well, what the hell do you think he's referring to? Think about loving your wife, and for whatever reason, there's something, her father or mother, that makes life impossible for you, and you have to move on, but you don't want to. What do you think he's referring to? Because Robert Kraft has been on record as having a really close relationship with Tom Brady. Tom Brady and Bob Kraft are really, really tight. So who in this regard is the father or the mother that makes life impossible? Who in this situation could Robert Kraft... Be po- possibly be talking about that is the person that is making life impossible for Tom Brady, and he's just got to move on elsewhere. It's Bill Belichick. Belichick's the guy. Like I think this is the root of the issue there in New England, and the fact that Robert Kraft spoke out like that. I don't think this is going to be Robert Kraft and Belichick have a, have a heated exchange and all of a sudden uh, uh, Kraft decides to fire Belichick. I don't think it goes that far, but I just wonder how long is the leash? Like how, how long does this thing go on for at a subpar level? Like if, if you believe that Brady's the most important part of the combination if they say, well, what about Brady and Belichick? Like, uh, who can do it without the other one? If you believe Brady is the most important part of the combination, and you believe that there weren't enough weapons on offense for them to function as a as an offense that could win any sort of high profile games like they did a year ago, if that's what you believe, then we're looking at a not very good football team next year. We're looking at a team that's worse than they were last year. We're looking at a non playoff team next year. How many of those? And if Tom Brady goes on to Tampa Bay and does big things or does good things in Tampa Bay, how many of those is Robert Kraft going to stand back and stare at and watch before he thinks to himself, this was a mistake. I chose the wrong one. Like if I was making a choice, I went with Bill instead of Tom. Again, I don't think it's going to get to that drastic of an extent, but I'm surprised that Robert Kraft would come out and make the analogy that there was something that made it impossible for that person to move on. They didn't want to, but they had to move on. It made him impossible for them to stick around. So what common denominator between Bob Kraft and Tom Brady made it impossible for it to work any longer? It's, Bob, it's, it's Bill Belichick. And it's why it just it, it screams to me that Brady was just looking for an out, man. He was looking for an out. There was another report that came out earlier in the week. This report came out, according to the Boston Herald, that Brady, when he called Bill Belichick to tell him that he wasn't coming back, when he called Belichick, Brady, quote, felt like there was a weight lifted. And Belichick was a little bit shocked at the call that Brady felt totally relieved, totally okay with being able to move on. Like like if you're a guy out there or, or you're a woman that's been in a relationship, you know, this feeling when it's up and down and you're not really sure what you are and you can't get a straight answer and it goes back and forth, even if you're heartbroken, even if you're still in love with the person at a certain point, don't you at least want to know, and when they finally get around to telling you yeah it's not working out anymore there's like a relief because at least you know and now you can move on like Tom Brady there was a relief all right I can move on now all right like oh, like in the beginning I may not have wanted this but at least I know now at least I'm ready to go and I think it warm out and the fact that Bob Kraft spoke on that I thought was pretty revealing that he would go on the record and make that sort of comparison which is a far cry from what Bob Kraft was doing earlier in the week, which was, listen, if, if Tom wanted to be here, he could be here. Like, this is not our choice. Tom didn't want to be there anymore because he wasn't happy. He just wasn't happy. And I wonder how long this goes on for before Bob Kraft may regret the decision to not step in and maybe offer more money or make promises or, or instruct Belichick to go out and make a deal for, for more weapons on offense, I wonder whether or not this becomes an issue between Bob Kraft and Bill Belichick. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can get me uh, on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. That is at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. I uh, want to hear something amazing. Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically, and it's even more amazing because Discover's accepted at over ninety five percent of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes two thousand nineteen Nielsen report. Limitations apply. Uh, also, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, I know that the trendy thing to do after Melvin Gordon signs his deal with the Denver Broncos is to rip the guy uh, for not uh, uh, for blowing it in his last contract negotiation with the Chargers. If it is even true that the Chargers were offering Melvin Gordon 10 million dollars a year, you could do a lot worse. After one of the worst years, if not the worst year of your career, you could do a lot worse than $8 million a year and $13.5 million in guarantees in Denver. Like, you can do a lot worse. And the idea that we as media members or fans out there would turn down $16 million or $13.5 million in guarantees and call someone stupid for not taking the $10 million? If you see a scratcher, a lotto scratcher on the ground, you're picking it up. Like You could do a lot worse as a running back in the NFL – when you're sharing the workload with Philip Lindsay in Denver, you could do a lot worse than eight million a year and thirteen and a half million dollars in guarantees. So, of the moves that were made on Friday in the NFL, I thought that one was interesting because it immediately went back to he made a mistake. Man, if thirteen and a half million in guarantees is a mistake after a down year, then let me make more mistakes, please. Uh, all right, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, up next here on FSR. There is a – so there's an aspect of the NFL. There's one portion of the NFL that almost all of you have been a part of. It's about to change possibly forever and for the better. Find out what it is next here on Fox Sports Radio. Somebody go to Dick's and buy a can of balls. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up in, uh, we'll call it about 10 minutes from now here on FSR. We have got the scraps, things from the world of sports we have not had a chance to get to. We'll have that for you here coming up 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, one of the uh, the things that we strive for on this show is total honesty uh, and transparency. Uh, if If I don't know something, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, I don't know. Like, I I don't know who led Major League Baseball in ERA last year. I think it was Jacob deGrom. I could be wrong. I have no idea. Uh, There's a lot going on. Uh, Maybe that's a fact. Maybe it's not. I have no clue. But uh, one of the things that we were talking about earlier is there was actually a live sporting – let's go live uh, to our I-know-who-led Major League Baseball in ERA last year insider for the latest. Bershinger?
10: Well, Degrom was second with the 243, but Hyunjin Ryu, now a member of the Toronto Blue Jays, the 232 with the Dodgers.
6: Hmm. It's amazing how that was just sitting right there on the tip of your brain, huh? Nerd! It's amazing uh, when you uh, when you obsess over the LA Dodgers and have them rip your beating heart out of your chest uh, multiple years in a row. It's amazing the things that you uh, you intake there. Yeah, it's so.
10: it's all right. I, I work hard.
6: That's all right. Uh so but the po- the point is. If we don't know something, nobody's gonna. I'm not gonna pretend like I know what the hell I'm talking about. I didn't know who Gal Goddard was or whatever her name. Was. I didn't know that. I didn't know who played Wonder Woman. I had no idea. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with acknowledging you don't know what the hell you're talking about. And um, the reason we bring that up is because there was a live sporting event that was on earlier, and it was Australian rules football. And it was being played, I believe, on um, uh, on Fox Sports 1, if I'm not mistaken. I believe it was being played on Fox Sports 1. Uh, I could be wrong on that. But there was an Australian rules football game. And Kevin Figures, our national update anchor, was giving the updates on Australian rules football. And him and I both said... I don't know the rules of Australian rules football. Like I, I, I I watch it from time to time. I have no idea how the scoring works. Like there, there are certain times I'm watching bowling and I don't know why something is scored one way and it's not scored. the Like, there are just certain things that I don't understand. And I don't, you know, like I, I, I'm more worried about where Tom Brady's going to go and, and what the NFL is looking like. I don't have time to get into everything. And so Australian rules football is just one of those things. It's a small sacrifice for our coverage of the NFL. And so I said, hey, if we have any listeners in Australia that are listening and want to help us out with the rules, please let us know. Like, we are humble enough to acknowledge we don't know everything, and so please let us know. And so there's a lot of people out there looking for something to gamble on that maybe don't understand the rules of Australian rules football. And so, of course... What was one of the first responses we got? It was a link to a Wikipedia page explaining the rules to Australian rules football. Uh, we could have we could have done that. We didn't need you to send us the Wikipedia link. All right, we could have done that. All right, that, that it would very easily enough we could have done that. We wanted it broken down to us. So Kevin Figures, our national update anchor, uh, we had a gentleman in Brisbane, in Australia, who was kind enough. To, uh, to send us over the rules if you're interested.
7: Uh, absolutely. That's, okay. This is great.
6: All right. So you mentioned a disposal. Correct. All right. So a dispo this according to John in Brisbane, a disposal is either a hand pass or a kick of the football. So, if Tom Brady had 30 passes and the kicker had 5 field goals, then it would be 35 disposals for the Pats or the Bucks, depending on how you want to view Brady. Interesting. Okay. Also, Greater Western Sydney Giants and the Geeling Cats are just about to start.
7: They are underway.
6: No no crowds in attendance. Mm -hmm. Very bleeping weird to watch. So... Uh, Not only did we get an explanation of the rules, but also a summary of what viewing Australian rules football is like, according to John in Brisbane.
7: I also saw a story earlier this week, and I don't know if it was rugby or Australian rules football, but they were playing in empty stadiums and they actually had a designated ball washer.
6: You guys F8 that please. <laughs> so Did You guys get that. So for the got you. for so All for right, the there, good.
7: for the ball, uh because of the coronavirus, <laughs> every time play was stopped, they had a guy who was designated like the XFL has an official <laughs> whose only job is to spot the ball. Well, they had a guy who would take the ball, take it over to the sideline, they had buckets of water and ice. He would dunk it in and lather it up real nice to get it nice and clean and then bring it back out to the players. Never mind the players are sweating and bleeding and tackling each other. uh that one infected with the coronavirus but thank goodness they have a clean ball every single play
6: lathered
4: up real nice
6: yeah. you know by by the way I don't know if you know this or not the Lakers actually have designated ball washers it's called la media that's <laughs> uh, what it's called yeah that that's uh that that's that's who true. does that for the Lakers right uh, all of la's media um and 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 if you wonder why there was a pause after Kevin figures said what he said uh, I needed to let it space out a little bit so we could get a clean cut of Kevin figures uh saying that on the air so that'll go into the the, uh, and, and to the uh, highlights of Kevin uh, after his days are all said and done here at FSR. By the so, way, I'm sure the it. Aussie
4: Rules
7: Football League is accepting applications for designated ball washers. If that's something A, you'd be interested in doing.
6: A, A, and so, well, me, you know me, I mean, <laughs> that's the aisle I shop shopping. Uh, what is the difference between rugby and Australian Rules Football? That's another What's the difference. It's
7: an excellent. Qu- I don't know. I don't believe they have scrums. From what I was just viewing in my very uh, amateur, you know, and very. Yeah. Small sample size of watching Australian rules football. I didn't see a lot of scrums like you see in rugby. Well,
4: oh, I know you can't forward pass in rugby. That's like the big thing. I don't know. Can can you forward pass in Aussie rules? football? It looked football? like they How the were. Hell should
7: I know? Lo- I don't know. How keeping do I know? <laughs> keeping half an eye on the on the the match. I think it's a match and not a game. Uh, earlier uh, earlier today, it looked like they were passing and kicking the ball forward. Something you, to to your point, Chris. You cannot do. Hey, in rugby. listen.
6: Uh, f- I'll, I'll I'll believe whatever you say at this point. Uh, <laughs> I, I, have, I have I have no idea what's happening. All I know is this: uh, you can gamble on these events. Excellent. Uh, so so if you are looking, if you are looking to scratch the itch, and you are a degenerate flunky gambler, uh, go right ahead. There is uh, there is that that you can uh, sink your teeth and do here uh, as we discuss on Fox Sports Radio. I was gonna say uh, this cracker I actually like. Hands down, the greatest cracker of all time. I think we were talking about
7: Nabisco that particular uh, night.
6: Okay, yeah, I was gonna. I, I thought we were talking about Ryan Bershinger for a minute. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know what was happening. Uh, all right, uh, Jonas Knox here on FSR. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Uh, so, speaking of gambling, and I was talking about this earlier because I do think this is actually a big deal. When the CBA got announced. Uh, the new CBA and the NFL, a lot of people were focused on the 17 games. They looked at the 17 games. Look, I'm not a fan of it. Um, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm just not. I don't think we need a 17th game. I do like the extra playoff spot. I do like, you know... Getting another team in there, um, one buy I think is fun. I think it puts that much more of an emphasis on getting that number one seed because it is such an advantage. So I'm good with the extra play with the extra playoff team. I'm not cool with the extra game in the regular season. I don't think it's necessary. Um, this is the least important aspect of it. What does it do to statistics moving forward? I mean if players are going to be getting an extra game I mean like like records moving forward like I mean how much do we have to adjust after watching for this long, my entire life, all I've known is 16 games. That That's all I've known is a 16-game regular season. To add another one onto it, maybe it'll be cool, and I'll change my mind. I know I did it with the extra point when they moved it back afterwards. After getting to see it, I changed my mind and said, you know what, that was a good move. The NFL got that one right. I was wrong. Uh, the NFL moving the extra point back made it a much more exciting play, and that's really what this is all about. I just don't like the 17th game. as a right now, I'm not a fan of it. One of the other things that was put into the new CBA, that I think is going to be awesome, is this: in the new CBA, they will allow betting at sportsbooks inside the stadium. So, that's a huge advancement. When you go, I mean, not that long ago, Tony Romo tried to set up a, a fantasy football Uh, uh, gathering in Vegas and the league told them to shut it down. Like they said, we don't want any part of this. We don't want any part of gambling. And now we've advanced so rapidly that just a short time later, we're going to have betting boosts potentially at NFL stadiums. And I think it's great. And I think, Part of the reason why I like it, and, and I've always liked sports gambling, um, it, it's something like I'm not a big sports gambler, but I'll bet on games here or there. I've done it for years and years and years. There are ways that you can do it, whether in Vegas or whatnot. It's fun. It, it's, it's fun. I don't treat it recklessly. I'll do a $5 bet, a $10 bet. Maybe Uh, it just, to me, it's just, it's fun to know what's going on and, and fun to be a part of it. And it's fun to see how it was once taboo. And now it's in the mainstream, but I like the idea of being able to go to an NFL game and having something other than just the game. And that seems crazy. You're paying all that money for tickets. The game should be enough, but we're a distracted society. Um, it's no longer we can sit and have a conversation. Everybody's got their head buried in their phones. Everybody's doing this. Everybody's multitasking. People are texting and driving even when they're not supposed to. People have a Bluetooth in their car. It just, it's the way of the world. It's the way we are nowadays. You can no longer put a stadium up, have some beer, sell some food, and then have a football game on the field and expect that people are just going to be happy with it. People want to check their fantasy teams. Uh, They want to check uh, what's happening in the other games. Um, If the game's a blowout, give them something else to offer, not somebody shooting t-shirts up into the crowd, uh, not them doing raffle tickets, um, not an aerial display or a really cool halftime show. Give them something more than just the game. You almost have to at this point with all the other entertainment options and how, great the at-home experience is you add betting boosts into the stadium and furthermore if those are up year-round the idea that uh, uh, somebody in in chicago wouldn't find it fun to go to soldier field to bet on the kentucky derby i think it'd be great like if you were if say um uh, you're in la And the Clippers or the Lakers are in in the finals. And you can go to the brand new stadium in LA and you can bet on that and potentially they can show you the NBA finals on the big screen. Like That's awesome. If you wanted to go to the Jerry World and you wanted to bet on horse racing or you wanted to bet on the Daytona 500 and you could watch the race on on, on the Jumbotron at, at, at the Jerry World in Dallas, I just I think it's an element that's gonna that's gonna draw more people in and you've got to do more of that if you want to improve the in-game experience for NFL fans. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right, coming up next. Things in the world of sports we have not had a chance to get to. We will have those for you next year on FSR. For all the latest, though, it's Kevin Figures.
7: All right, in the news out of the National Football League on Friday, Tom Brady officially signing his contract with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's a two-year, $50 million contract that precludes him from being traded or getting the franchise tag once his contract does wind down with the Bucs. Receiver Emmanuel Sanders signing a two-year deal with the New Orleans Saints for about $16 million. Melvin Gordon getting $16 million on a two-year deal from the Denver Broncos. Vikings veteran defensive end Everson Griffin confirmed he will not return to the team. He's made four Pro Bowls in his 10 seasons in Minnesota. And just a day after being released by the Rams, Todd Gurley returning to the state of Georgia, signing a one-year deal with the Atlanta Falcons. The XFL announced they are officially canceling the season due to the coronavirus outbreak. While the Olympics in Tokyo are scheduled to go on as planned, the U.S. swimming organization is sending a letter to the U.S. Olympic Committee requesting that this summer's games be postponed. We were talking about Australian rules football earlier. These games are fortunately not televised, but they are in progress. Port Adelaide leading the Gold Coast Suns 47-19 early in the second uh, second. Quarter, I believe. Again, I no clarification as to whether or not they're quarters <laughs> or something else. And the Geelong Cats trailing the GWS Giants. Not sure exactly what GWS stands for. 48 to 41, also early in the second quarter. Jonas.
6: You're a real broadcast professional, Kevin Tam, tam, straight. You know, like this This is, uh, like, Look, you think anybody could do this job? Get out of here. Uh, yes,
7: in the second quarter or whatever it's called. That's a very professional update for you right there. <laughs>
6: There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, All right. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, Coming up in uh, 15 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, um, we do a little something on the show called Ticket or Stick It. You're probably thinking, well, how are you going to do that? There's no, no actual sporting events going on. Don't worry about it. We got you covered. A unique edition of Ticket or Stick It. Don't go anywhere. It's yours 15 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, it's time for a little something we do on the show called this. Jonas. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the Scraps. And for that, we turn it over to the great and powerful Kevin Figures to find out what the hell we've missed so far. Kev?
7: Jonas with Tom Brady taking his talents down to Tampa, Florida. He is now out of the AFC East, and that has people in a Bills Nation feeling it's time for them to finally make a run. Andre Reid was stopped by the folks at TMZ, and they were asking him what he thought about Tom Brady leaving the AFC East. He says he thinks the Bills can be the class of the division as early as this year. Of course, the Bills make – made the playoffs last year. They basically had a de facto AFC East championship game in week 16 of last season. The Patriots came away with that victory. Now that Tom Terrific is no longer there, they signed Stephon Diggs. Josh Allen with another year. That defense isn't getting any any worse. Do you see a Bills dynasty rising up in the AFC East?
6: Well, I mean, let's look big picture here. Um, like, the big talk was that the Patriots ran roughshod over that division because everybody else stunk. Correct. Well, if Tom Brady's gone, doesn't it mean everybody stinks now? <laughs> like, I mean, it's not exactly the greatest division in the world. I would who who would you? Because I kind of man something about the Jets. I don't know if it's because I I do like Adam Gase and I like how he just says "f you" to the media. Yep. But the Jets seem like a team that. Down the stretch, they played much better when Sam Darnold got healthy. Um, I know they're the Jets, and they're easy to pick on. The Bills were a playoff team. I, I like the moves the Bills have made, but it feels like Jets, Bills, and who knows, man, maybe the Patriots are third and fourth in that division.
7: It's possible. My thing is, it's just every time I want to pick against the Patriots, and I know Tom Brady has always been the X factor. He's always been there, along with Bill Belichick. I've seen the Patriots in a very small sample size play well when Tom Brady is not there. True. So it, I'm, I'll am i have to believe it when I see it. If I had to pick now, and we're so far from the beginning of the season, we haven't even had the draft yet. But if you're asking me who I'm picking to win the division, until the Patriots don't, I'm not going to pick against them. Something tells me Bill Belichick can find his magic. Look, that defense carried them last year. Tom Brady wasn't terrible. He was very good. Uh, but their defense was dynamic last year. They won 12 games with Tom not having his greatest season. Uh, if they just have a quarterback that can be a bit of a caretaker and not turn the ball over, there's no reason why they can't win 10 games. Are you tell me that nine or 10 games can't win that division next year?
6: Yeah, I um, I don't think they're done addressing the quarterback position. Yeah, I I, I don't buy that they're going to roll with Jared Stidham. I wonder, and I, I threw this name out there last year. I I mean, I wonder if they don't hit up Indianapolis and say, "Hey, what do you want for Jacoby Brissett?" Like we'll sure. give you a mid-round pick. Uh, he's got a he's got a favorable number. He knows the offense. Um, he, he played okay in 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 spot duty a couple of years ago. Like I wonder if they would go after Jacoby Brissett. Um, I don't think Cam Newton makes a whole lot of sense. Jameis Winston would be fascinating,
7: wouldn't he? Uh, yeah,
6: I mean he'd be fascinating in New England. I don't know if they go that direction. And then there's Andy Dalton who's sitting around. Maybe they look at Andy Dalton as a guy they could trade for, um, draft a quarterback maybe. Or a late first round, early second round, try and groom him if they don't believe in Stidham. I just, I find it hard to believe they're going to go into this season with the quarterbacks they have on their roster. Yeah,
7: you like something more. Yeah, you yeah. think they're bringing some sort of veteran, even if it's on a, a one or two year bridge type of situation. Whether or not they feel that Stidham down the line can be a developmental guy like a Jimmy Garoppolo, that remains to be seen. But to God, your point.
6: Could, could you imagine if they talked Andrew Luck out of retirement? That would oh, be great. Oh, my God. Oh, man, you like that Patriot-Colt rivalry would just be reignited. Oh, man, what, what a glorious world that would be. Could they do that next week so we have something to talk about? I'm Can all for mass? it. I'm all please. for it. Please. Somebody please. do something, please.
7: Works for me. Oh, yes. somebody who is doing something is a uh, strip club in Las Vegas. So <laughs> uh, the, the state of Nevada has ordered a non-essential businesses to close because of the coronavirus outbreak, but apparently the Little Darling Strip Club is considered very essential. Now what they have done, Jonas, they're offering drive-through lap dances and, um, uh, well, naked hand sanitizer wrestling for people that want to uh, enjoy some viewing. They in a uh, in one of their wait, posts wait, 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 it says wait, wait. starting this weekend, guests will be able to drive up to the front door, pay one hundred dollars, and enjoy a ten-minute show from the comfort and safety of their vehicles.
6: What kind of show?
7: Um, there's the letter X involved more than once.
6: Oh, so, so they, so it's kind of a peep room. You could say almost. so
7: in your own right. in your own car,
6: right? And uh, and they're gonna go hand sanitizer. huh? Yes, a
7: hand sanitizer wrestling, as yeah. opposed to the old chocolate pudding or mud wrestling or whatever it was back in the
6: day. Oh, I thought I thought they were giving them hand sanitizer to use <laughs> in place of because uh, something because that feels like it'd be rough. After
7: I, I would say so.
6: <laughs> like, I mean, you'd be clean. You just you know. Mm.
7: My, my stings a little clean. bit yeah. yeah yeah that
6: the very uh images are going through my mind which I will not relay on the air here on Fox Sports Radio. So yeah. they're gonna so is they're going they wrestle nude in a pool of hand sanitizer.
7: Correct. And the, I mean
6: this is, that's nothing wrong with that. I mean look, I mean, they're it's looking nice, at the environment.
7: Nice, clean, fun, right?
6: Yeah, I I, I don't have any issue. Now drive through like so
7: So it's like your old drive-in movies, you know, you would drive in and you sit next to for you know a lot of the kids listening. they probably don't even know what the heck that is. But you know you drive up there'd be a, a speaker at a par- at a parking spot, a gigantic screen and you'd be able to watch a movie uh, from your car. It sounds like it's the essentially the same thing here except instead of watching a film, you're watching a um, adult-themed wrestling match.
6: I mean, I hope hope to God whoever's driving through that's got tinted window tinted windows. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't need to see some guy switching gears, uh, right. uh, you know, with his pants around his knees. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not interested. I don't need
7: any Kellen Winslow Jr. action. You know? Oh, jeez. <laughs> sitting, sitting in his yeah. car, you know what I mean? Uh,
6: Google that story, everybody, <laughs> if you want to if you want to peek behind that curtain. <laughs>
7: Poor subway sandwich. Yeah. Oh do uh, god. <laughs>
6: And those are the sp- those you've are got the a first. dirty mind, Kevin Figures. I'm sorry. So I'm, I'm trying to listen. <laughs> I, I told everybody I'm trying to keep this show on the up and up. And right? I'm trying to be the adult in the room. And I got Kevin Figures bringing up uh, uh, Kellen Winslow Jr. By the way, there's a story. If you want to read a fascinating story, fascinating and disturbing and disgusting at the same time, Robert Klemko did a an article on Kellen Winslow Jr. Mm-hmm. I think it was Sports Illustrated. It was. Yep. It is shocking. Yeah. Like, some of the details out of that are shocking that you never heard about, never – you heard whispers, a little bit of a different guy. No, there's different, and then there's I'm parked across the street with a nudie magazine right before practice different. Like, stuff like that. It it is very very bizarre.
7: And then, obviously, Uh, all of the the legal issues has gotten himself involved in, considering that in that same situation – very uh very troubled oh troubled yeah. mind Junior yeah, over there
6: yeah very very uh, very bizarre and uh, on, yeah
7: on that high note those are the scraps
6: uh, well done Kevin that yeah. is uh that is that's what we do here on Fox sports radio uh, You're if, fired. Uh, uh, if you refuse to play games uh, we'll just uh, we'll bring up stuff from the past uh, so um, by the way, we do have an update, Kev, on uh, on the gentleman uh, who chimed in. We asked the question, the difference between uh, rugby and Australian rules football. Yes. John in Brisbane says, the main difference between AFL and rugby is... Australian rules football actually kicks the ball to move forward, whereas rugby throws the ball backwards to go forward, uh, then follows up with rugby sucks ass. That's why AFL gets 80,000 crowds normally compared to 10,000 crowds at rugby league. So.
7: I feel like that last part was subjective, but what yeah. do I know?
6: <laughs> I, I don't, yeah, is that on Wikipedia, too? Like, Is that part of the Wikipedia page? Uh, so, so congratulations our friend uh, John in Brisbane. Thank you, John. Again, listening in Australia, uh, clearing things up for us here. Uh, all right. Uh, get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio uh, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right. Coming up next, uh, we're going to do the impossible. Uh, we're going to play a game that you can only play if there's live sporting events, but we have figured out how to do it even without those live sporting events. Don't go anywhere. It's next here on FSR. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, I will be back on the air. I mean, listen, there there is football galore uh, here on FSR, so I will be back on the air 4 p.m. Eastern time. 1 o'clock Pacific, uh, so 4 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 to 5 Pacific Time here on FSR alongside Bucky Brooks here coming up later on today and then back on Sunday night, uh, 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern Time with Brady Quinn. Uh, Be interesting to hear uh, uh, Bucky's thoughts on not only the Tom Brady move to Tampa Bay, but some very strong opinions on the reality of the running back position in the NFL. And it's not the obvious one that you've seen. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, all sorts of stuff to talk NFL-wise with Bucky Brooks and myself. Uh, 4 to 8 p.m. Eastern time later on here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, right now, it is time to do the impossible. It's time for a little something here on the show we could do called this.
3: Something big is happening. Ariana Grande, a dangerous woman on the road. Should you go? And we have your tickets. It's ticket or stick it. Ooh,
6: sounds hot. All right, for that, we turn it over to Ryan Bershinger, our executive producer. Uh, Ryan Bershinger has promised that we do have something here. This is like a – normally we do this uh, when there's live sporting events going on. Bersh will give me the sporting event, I will tell him how much I'm willing to pay to go to the game, and then he will tell me whether or not I got a ticket, or I can stick it. So, Bursch, since there's no games going on, what are we talking about this week?
10: Toilet paper and hand sanitizer. <laughs> okay, very good. <laughs> no. uh, my two favorite things. That's uh, right. Very good. That's all right. right. So, go ahead. Now, these are obviously difficult to get right now. These are according to Amazon.com. Now, you'll notice that you don't recognize any of these brand names. That's because all the brands that you do recognize are completely sold out, and I cannot find what the price would be. So, how about 10 rolls of Great Lizard Toilet Paper? It has a two-star rating on Amazon. Here are some of the customer reviews. If you pay this much for TP, you a clown. Terrible TP, would not recommend.
6: Now, do they really say you a clown, or is it yes. you are a clown? And you Okay. You a clown. And it's called Great Lizard? Yes. All right. The last thing I want near that part of my body is a lizard. I'll be honest with you. So that's a very bizarre uh naming
10: there of the product. Eight rolls at this point in time, I'll give you 10 bucks. Uh no, 20.49 for that. $20.49 for so.
6: for for a lizard
10: yes. lizard toilet paper. That's right.
6: Unbelievable. How about, All right, what else we
10: got? How about those those big wheels of toilet paper that you find in public restrooms? Oh uh, yeah, yes. yeah, the ones
6: it's they feel like a cat's tongue.
10: Yeah, two rolls of those. Commercial toilet paper. How about that?
6: I'll give you $7. $39.99. $39.99 for yes. that one ply
10: garbage? Yes. And I Jesus. want to, <laughs> as our last one here, I want to get to this hand sanitizer. It's called GS Nice. It has a one star review on Amazon. <laughs> this is just soap, no alcohol, which is the most important part of hand sanitizer, <laughs> says the customer <laughs> review. <laughs> I'll give you $4. Almost,
6: $4.47. Unbelievable. I I, I can't win this damn game. Uh, Fun show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Stay safe. More next year on FSR.
9: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
2: Let's go places.